with key ingredients supported by over 80 clinical trials. The exclusive formulation of the Bella Grace Elixir is changing lives everywhere. Ingesting collagen peptides alone is not very helpful. This is where most products fall short and where Bella Grace changes everything. Unlike other products, the Bella Grace Elixir controls the gene switches which activate collagen creation and disables the enzymes that break down the matrix. Bella Grace Elixir contains Verisol, the world's best and most clinically studied form of collagen. These elite collagen peptides influence the skin's collagen metabolism directly from the inside. Nature's most powerful antioxidant. 6,000 times more potent than vitamin C, Astereal Astaxanthin prevents the activation of gene switches that drive inflammation and activates the gene switch responsible for cellular repair and longevity, forming bridges across cell membranes, protecting them from free radical attack. Amazonian cat's claw suppresses the enzymes that degrade collagen and our skin matrix caused by oxidants and inflammation. It simply turns the switch off. The world's most studied collagen, plus activating the genes that make collagen, plus switching off the genes that break down collagen, has resulted in something the world has never experienced. The Bella Grace Elixir. Start your 30-day Bella Grace Challenge today. former head of Russia's space agency says that the Apollo moon landings were fake. And in a recent video going around, Vladimir Putin is briefed that several moon landing images are considered to be fake by artificial intelligence. There's a great deal of human intelligence who do not believe that the Apollo moon missions were authentic. And here are some of the reasons why. NASA was run by former Nazi Werner von Braun, who was beholden to the US government for secretly importing him into the country via Project Paperclip, as were the dozens of other Nazis who joined him to work as rocket scientists, all of them with a good reason to keep a secret. And the overwhelming majority of astronauts were Freemasons and the sons of Freemasons. Freemasons swear on their lives to keep the secrets they are entrusted with. Why on earth would anyone trust NASA? 
If the moon landing was real, it would have been a miraculous achievement because NASA was failing at every level of the mission and did not believe they would be able to achieve their goal. In 1967, government inspector Thomas Barron testified before congressional investigators that the Apollo program was failing. Six days after his testimony, he was killed with his wife and child when a train crashed into his car. Astronaut Gus Grissom held an unauthorized press conference where he criticized the program. Previously on The Pete Santilli Show. suppress the information you're going down period you are and it was very politely put that this is a, actually an opportunity that if that person was concerned and this person runs right into president trump's office okay if you're concerned about your name being attached to this and you should be then use this as an opportunity uh to to present what i'm about to share with our listening audience with uh with president trump use it as an opportunity to say wow okay uh yeah pete santilli brought this thing forward. pete santilli means nothing okay congressman steve stockman brought it to me all right this is congressman steve stockman's information okay and boy do i have great news you'll see it uh ladies and gentlemen uh here it is right here. Now, I I have to redact the person that's going to do the briefing, all right? Why? Why do you think I have to redact it, Ted Jordan? Because you think they're going to try to stop them and, you know, say you can't speak to President Trump and you got to go through this person. That That's what got us here, all right? Get out of the way. What we have now... Well, setting that aside, we we already know that that's you know a part of it. And hey, we can conspiracy theorize. We suspect that this person's doing that. You get you know morsels of evidence. You want to push that forward, and that's good to hold people accountable. Um, now we've got on the world stage. That's why I want to throw it in because there's some big things, and we're in 2024. This is our first conversation. It's pretty intense, um, but we just got word overnight. I want you to give everybody an update just in case you missed it significant stuff happening out of china and and the gravity of which is if you know let's say we'll use mark milley everybody knows that face of the you know uh, the, the, the woke tarted military mark milley wakes up one day uh and he says president biden has been, uh, told me to fire all of our military generals or you know all the top ones um give everybody an update what the gravity is uh of G, the chairman of the CCP, and what he did with his military. We kind of put our trust in our elected officials, and they failed us. I mean, they they not only failed us, they are literally watching real time the destruction of our country. And no matter what you do and say to tell them to stop it from happening, you're yelling at the people that caused it. Mm. Okay? You're, you're, you cannot, you need to stop 
screaming that nothing's gonna get you know nothing's gonna get done. who are you screaming at the people that were supposed to get it done right be prior to 2024 they failed us all right now in 2024 that's it we're done okay now there are success stories mm -hmm. and, and i'll give you a couple of them um I, I think people are moving to Max Kaiser picked up, left London and went to El Salvador. Mm. Do you know what El Salvador is? El Salvador is a country that went into third world status. MS-13 came from Los Angeles. They had crime. They had they had economic despair. All that stuff.
walk into this room at your own risk, because it leads to the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. It has refinements, technological advances, and a more sophisticated approach to the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And it's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There's a time to pray and there's a time to stand. Welcome, welcome to the 8 a.m. that amounted to an 8.15 uh, open of some very, very dark and dreary rainy crap that um, uh, Sean, love him, okay? But I was <laughs> like, oh my God, I want to suck start my nine millimeter after a bad dream. Mm. 
the whole bloody lion thing. That's crap's got to go. I'm sorry, folks. Huh? What do you think of that? Well, it's not a criticism. It's just <laughs> I don't like that. I, I got don't, it though. I oh Did you yeah, get it? Yeah, well, getting it sure. I mean, if you're one o'clock in the morning making that freaking video. It's mm -hmm. perfect, but yeah. he basically uh, did that and incorporated it into our opening and served it up to a bunch of people eating donuts, looking at <laughs> looking for sunlight and and drinking their coffee. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But I got it though. I mean, you know, oh, I, you know, I I I basically got um, uh, gluttonous pigs sitting around a table. Sure. Right. Yeah. That, well, I want to feel a sense of hope after Being I come fed. after the opening. Don't you? the cat scraps. Do you want to feel a sense out, of hope? The cats eat you. Huh? When the when when the food runs out, yeah. the cats eat you. Yeah. I I'd rather do like a star spangled banner or something. Yeah. Huh? What do you think? <laughs> huh? I don't know. I found it interesting. It created it created I don't like that. Well, uh, let me tell you how different I am. Mm -hmm. I was told just because you know, and I used to be really good looking too. Um, no, you're not too bad. No, I, when I was a sales manager way bad. back in the day, but the, everybody um, uh, told me, you know, Pete, you got to go. I was repeating Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross isms mm -hmm. as a sales manager. I'm like, all right, everybody, bring them in for a meeting. We're having a sales contest. Mm -hmm. First prize, a set of steak knives. Yeah. Second prize, you're fired, fired yeah. right? Yeah. So everybody told me you got to go see Glenn Gary Glenn Ross because they said that I was you embodied you know, uh, just like Alec Baldwin in that yeah. movie, right? Yeah. But you know, I, I used to joke around, but I used to pretend like I'm I was Alec Baldwin, you know? Yeah. Yeah, my watch is worth more than your freaking car, you know? That was a Glenn Gary Glenn Rossism. So I went to the movie to watch it, and guess how long I lasted. Oh, no, I mean, probably it opened, not very long. It opened <laughs> up. It was raining. I was like, who the frig opens up a movie raining? Yeah. I was like, this is depressing. I left after like three minutes. I know. You told me, you said, this was years ago. You said, you have to watch this movie. So I watch, so I watch it. And, you know, about like you got about halfway through it. And <clears throat> you said, what'd you think about it? And I was like, it was the dumbest thing I've ever watched. I mean, yeah. it was just. It was terrible. It was an awful movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I used all the Glenn Gary isms. You know? yeah, I used sure. to tell them, I, you know, I'd give my sales reps leads. They, I called them Glenn Gary leads. I mean, if you're a salesperson, I huh? guess you would get it if you're a salesperson. I wasn't a, that type of salesperson. I was, yeah. the, I, I, was um, I was a very good salesperson. I yeah. was. Uh, I, I had nothing to do with what they were doing right. in that room, you know. Right. Oh, it was yeah. terrible. So good morning, Pete. Good morning. I mean, what do we say? All right, everybody who just, you know, mm -hmm. or the lions are going to eat you or the cats are going to eat you. Yeah. You know, you have a guest coming up at nine o'clock. I, I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, very, Michelle. very good. So stay tuned for that. Swinnick. Yeah. Michelle Swinnick is going to be on with you this morning. So everybody Michelle stay tuned. You guys stay tuned for that. Um, we don't have live guests very often anymore. Um, in the mornings, in the mornings anyway, but yeah. No, we're going we're to be excited. doing, uh, as a matter of fact, I, I coined the term this morning uh, mm -hmm. when I got together with Craig Winklewitz, uh -huh. right? 
Yeah. What we're going to be doing is a morning news headline, and, and I and I you know, and and as it relates to the financials, we're going to segue uh, to the financials because of the implosion. You know, that's mm -hmm. I, you know, it's kind of like a t it's a ticking time bomb, like that nuke that goes off at the at the open. I love yeah. that. Um, but that's what we're looking at. I did love the Twilight Zone hmm? stuff that that he added. And, yeah, and, um, and, but I'm going to call that morning news headline uh, saying that it, as it relates to the, the financials, mm -hmm. fake news juggling. Well, the minute the you Reaper know. started playing, uh -huh. uh, people don't fear the Reaper. People were like, more cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That went over really well. But the other one did, too. I mean, people get it. You yeah. Know, you got gluttonous business pigs sitting around, you know, a table and they're being fed automatically right they're being fed and they throw the cats scraps right and then when the food runs out the cats join together and become a lion and eat them right so i get it i get the whole premise of it but it was very dark it was very dark speaking of that you're going to be covering a subject that's much like that yeah, you know what? Before we do that, I need to reset my soul, okay? Because yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I just need to. I'm go as a matter of fact, not just need to. I'm going to. Well, let's talk about the headline because this is it, it'll we be will. kind of a short. Now, how kind about of thing. how about if we how about if we do something right now, right? Yeah. Um, let's go to. Uh, we're gonna we're we're not even. Uh, oh my goodness! Can you imagine? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So Ray Epps gets six months in prison and there's a lot of speculation out there of whether or not he will do very much of that. If any of that time, it's, it's, it's to appease, uh, the, you know, what everybody knows that he was part of the whole scheme. It, it they're trying to quash any argument about him being treated, uh, with, you know, being treated special you know, above everybody else, a two-tiered system. When they went in and uh, they recommended the six months, uh, that's kind of a sweetheart deal for Ray Epps, really, because other people who did far, 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 far less, Karen pointed out this morning to me as we were talking, um, that, you know, other people who did far, far less are in jail for the next 15 years in prison for 15 years. So uh, Ray Epps kind of got a sweet deal. Uh, let's see, liberal liberals blow says perhaps he'll get some ordered stay at home. We don't know what's going to happen, but I can promise you this, how he's going to get out of this. He'll be let out for good behavior. He'll never do the whole six months. He just won't be. There's no way. And, uh, you know, it's it's a miscarriage of justice. Everybody knows that this is Ray Epps falling on it, falling on the sword for the J6 committee and for the government, mm. for the Biden administration. Uh, he he still holds that he shouldn't be going to prison at all, you know, but that's what's going to happen. Something else big happened yesterday. So that that kind of covers Ray Epps. We'll keep the we will keep an eye on that as to what happens. We'll see. 
Ray Epps. And okay. and then yesterday in Georgia, as you know, can I can I, the- can, I can I just uh, think out real quick? Yeah. Uh, I, uh, before we get to that that news headline, it's going to require a little bit more of a discussion, and mm-hmm. will probably be discussed with um, uh, with Michelle Swinnick. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I just got to get something off my chest. I'm just thinking instinctually. Mm-hmm. All right. If yeah. they can do now, I'm firmly convinced. If they can do this thing with Ray Epps, mm-hmm. it's not beyond them to take that one guy who identified, I identified as Daniel P. Love. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they they went way too far with the, the guy that I identified as Daniel P. Love. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think they may I just just my gut instincts. I'm like is this like AI faking? <laughs> I know, right? I'm serious. Yeah. I I was thinking to myself, instinctually, I'm just thinking about my instinct, mm-hmm. right? My yeah. instinct was like, they're really trying really hard to cover for this Daniel P. Love guy, right? Well, you, Which, said, well, you said from the very beginning that you were 99. 99% sure. Yeah, that, that you but were. But they presented 100%. this guy who had the glasses and the... I mean, it like well, it almost it looked like he had like a fake CIA face. Well, exactly. I got to tell you, and once they uh, unveiled who this guy really was, we haven't heard anything else about it. Has he been arrested? He outed himself and all of those things. But he didn't it, sue me. But here's the thing. He didn't sue me. Right. Like I'm, I'm shocked. Well, that you weren't the only me. one who were saying that. I mean, people were saying that. But listen, I know, but I'm the most important uh, top of the uh, food chain person. <laughs> But here's the as deal. to Daniel P. Love, you have here's to admit. Here's the deal, though. Right? I mean, he they 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 came out and he outed himself. Have you heard anything else about that? Has he been arrested? Has he been raided? Yeah, that's what see, they do. They just like throw their stuff. They throw their stuff out there. AI, 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 and then mm-hmm. and then that's it. It's over. They 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 like debunk and go. Well, right? I I honestly don't think that it was him. Uh, Dan Love. And you know that I've said that from the very beginning, but here's what I do know. You did say it from the very beginning. Yeah, but here's what I do know, okay? But Jay Red and I were all over it. I know, well, mm-hmm. because there's a formula about how these guys look, and, and you can't say enough about... I'm sorry. You can't say enough about how you know, the overall uh, the overall appearance of these guys that they, they dress alike. They have the same beard. They wear the same sunglasses. Everything. You know? Same man and, bun. Same yeah, everything. The same everything, right? So, I mean, it's But a, see, it's Jay Red and myself, I mean, not, not to be dismissive of mm-hmm. you, okay? Right. But Danny Pilov had his dad killed and me mm-hmm. almost killed. Yeah. And so you almost saying, oh, I don't think it's him. Don't. Well, I looked him in the freaking beady eyes. I know. You know, I've met Daniel P. Love, what, who, it, what, it, who, by the way, his name is going to come up again. I'm sure he's listening oh yeah, right now. Over the, over the weekend, there's going to be uh, a big premiere of a documentary that you're in. And um, Daniel P. Love is covered quite extensively in this documentary. And it will be released to the public shortly after that. You all will be able to view it, too. Um, but it, But listen, I'm just saying, these people all look alike that's how when we go to now when we go to any kind of gathering a rally or anything like that we can always tell those people it's like 
You can tell when the FBI is mingling in a crowd. Now, you and I can because we've been subjected to that. Or we can look at somebody and say, oh, man, they they are, you know, the prototype of what it would look like. Brand new shoes. They try to wear, you know, they wear the same khaki pants and and they try to look. You know, Remember they when they showed up at, uh, they, this is in Burns, Oregon, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and they would stop at the McDonald's, you know, yeah. and just kind of pretend like they're blending in. I'm like, could you be more obvious <laughs> than know. what you look like right now? You I guys know. all have the same hat, all have the same shirt, yeah. covering your concealed weapon. And they're like, the, they're like, they're like, now they're like. As if they're, as if we don't notice them. I'm like, how are you guys doing? And they're like. You know, Pete, don't give us a hard time. And you're like, and they're like, we're not the FBI. And then you're like, oh, really? How did you know my name then? Yeah, 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 exactly. I've yeah. never met you. I don't even know who you are. Yeah. And they all dress the same. You know, I mean, you can just tell. So I, yes. I just found it, I found it interesting that when he came out and they, and they pinpointed who it was, we never heard another thing about this guy. We don't, you know. No social media presence. No, you know, this is unfair what they're doing to me. Yep. So we'll keep an eye on that too. But yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Big things happened in Georgia yesterday. Big things. Go ahead Talk with that. Yep. So Georgia yesterday, through the vote, won, uh, won their case. Uh, the um, There was a group and it consisted of Stacey Abrams, Mark Elias. And you guys know that we talk about him all the time. The super douche. Uh, Hillary Clinton attorney, right, uh, filed a lawsuit against True the Vote and said that they were, you know, uh, trying to keep people from being able to vote and all those things. And it was mostly about uh, exactly what they're trying to do to Donald J. Trump and saying yeah. that, you know, that because that asking questions and training people to be alternate electorals, you know, and getting all of that together, right, is is illegal and against the law. Well, true the vote won. So um, won that case, the judge uh, sided on the site uh, on the side of the plaintiff. And so that's a big win in Georgia going into the Trump cases. So uh, tonight, uh, Pete will be interviewing Garland Favorito and you guys will be able to see that interview tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be talking about that with Garland. He's going to set the record straight. It was a huge win, and they're extremely happy about that. In in a day and time when you go up against these people like Mark Elias, Pete, and Stacey Abrams, and the machine, not too many people are winning when it comes to the uh, the 2020 election and uh, the midterm election. Right? Not too many people are winning these big cases that are setting precedents across the United States. So I was really happy to see that happen. Congratulations to Catherine Albrecht. Um, it is a big win for her. And I believe that it's going to play an important role in uh, Trump's upcoming trial there in Georgia too. I, I just truly do believe that because it's the same thing that they were accusing him of, right? Except for he's got a criminal charge and they've got, and, and theirs was like civil. So I'm uh, very happy to hear that. And we talked about that. The Jeffrey Epstein saga is continuing 
over on X. And, you know and what? just real quick, just real quick, yeah. um, they released, you know, you can now look at the whole court docket, right? They The day before they released the, the real uh, manifesto or the manifest, manifest plane, the flight manifest, right? The flight manifest of, of, of uh, his, of his planes and who was on it. And you can go through that yourself. Um, the thing that they said that they were going to do, the attachments that go with the court docket documents that you can now look at, um, were supposed to be released uh, at the same time, which it, which included a list of of. Is her name Virginia Goffey? Is that her name? Joffrey. Joffrey. Right. Uh, the girl who uh, says that she was sex trafficked and abused by Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, she created a list of all the people who participated and people who were um, witnesses or could be witnesses, right, to what happened to her. People need to understand that it is not a list of everybody who was who went to the island it was not and it's never it's not going to be i mean they have that but they're not going to be releasing it the one thing that i did read was her account of what happened to her uh, with alan dershowitz the attorney alan dershowitz i did read i did get to that where she was talking about what he did to her uh and and wow i mean he denies it 100 percent. says she was lying and then I did read where they, um, where they were, you know, where they interrogated or questioned uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. And it's, you know, the, it's, well, it's interesting. There's nothing really in it that we don't already know that I've seen yet. So just a, you know, just in a lot of stuff is redacted in the court documents that have been sealed and now released, but there is no list as of yet of the people that, that uh, Virginia Goffey, yeah. or Virginia now, Roberts, as we know her, Miss, yeah. says that uh, participated yeah. in her Michelle, torture. Michelle, how many of you, just to see, to take a look in the chat room, how many of you are sick and tired of hearing about all the election theft minutia? How many of you mm. are sick and tired of it? Like, there was a point where, uh, do, you, do you hear that noise on the speakers? No. You don't? No. Uh, hello? Okay. Not a bit. You don't? No. Okay, excellent. All right, anyways, um, how many of you are just, well, I don't want to hear it anymore. You know, and everybody's all starved for, mm -hmm. not me, I want more, says Bill Tennis. Good. Yeah. I'm sick of people thinking the corrupt court system is going to solve our problems. Amen. Who thinks that, though? Yeah. Who thinks I, that? I agree with that. We don't, right? Chappy. Not on this show, right? Yeah. We don't. Mm -hmm. Chappie. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just went through an experience recently with the whole President Trump thing, mm -hmm. you know? And it's, I still have people, you know, in the chat threads. I mean, thousands and thousands of people. I don't know how far uh, far that went out. I don't care. It mm -hmm. wasn't sent out to go viral, okay? Right. But uh, it got some legs. And people were in the thread saying, I don't know, I got a question here. Be, 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 be. And I don't think it is. And I'm like, I don't even. You, you, mm -hmm. know, you know who weighed in? Who? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Well, of course, he's going to come after you. Well, because he's not at the center of anything. He never gets credit for anything because he's a prick. 
Like everybody is like, no, no, seriously, he's just a walking penis. Mm-hmm. He needs to have a little slit on his forehead. God. Joe Hunt Pulitzer, but he's doing, he does such great work. If Basically, I mean, why do that much work and then be a dick? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why do yeah. that? He does great work. Well, he's the a guy sharp who guy. created Mark of the Beast, I guess he's, he's an okay guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, listen, I mean, I... Uh, he didn't even do that, by the way. But anyways. But uh, I try not to, you know what, I really try not to get into these little... They're not little, actually. They're big. And I no, understand but, why you do, because they come after you personally. And you do. we do take these things personally. But over the past decade now, going on 13 years, mm. I'm so used to it that I just... You know, I I get I yeah, I but, get but, upset but here's at the first, deal. Here's the deal. Like, Check this out. So I have this big say. thing, right? Mm-hmm. The big the, the big thing, right? Okay. Yeah. And then and then Raskin, you know, uh, Jamie Raskin came out in the hearing, and it became sure. even bigger. Yeah. Because I had confirmation that uh, Lev Parnas was was like a very big part of Giuliani's team, yeah. legal team, and mm-hmm. confirmed was the first time. Yeah. Because if I had made that, you know, knowing what happened with Lev Parnas hanging out with Rudy Giuliani. Right. I could have said, hey, you were part of his legal team. And he said, oh, he could have said, oh, I was just making it up. I was pretending. Yeah. I didn't have somebody tell me Lev Parnas is on the legal team and he's, you know what I mean? I didn't have that. But Mm -hmm. he could have wiggled out of it. When when Raskin said Lev Parnas was Rudy Giuliani's main guy on the bus. And he basically identified uh, as a member of Congress mm-hmm. that Lev Parnas was part of and was going to use him as a witness, that he was part of Rudy Giuliani's legal mm-hmm. team. I yeah. said, well, that's pretty interesting that you just confirmed that. Because guess what? I now have confirmation from the DOJ that they spied on Lev Parnas through FISA warrant. Which means you're confirming he's on President Trump's legal team. Well, guess what? You think I took that to Congress? Do you think that I was going to get results from the people that all they do is collect information and then only give the American people just a little bit of information? They make Mm -hmm. Fox News clips and they cover everything up. Yeah. Pat Tillman. Nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. We've given a hearing. Nothing nothing to see here. The uh, Navy right. SEAL Team 6 members, right? Yeah. Pentagon covers uh, it up. Uh, Navy SEAL Team 6 was uh, involved in some boogeyman thing. Like Osama bin Laden was CIA. Okay. Uh-huh. The whole freaking story about going and shooting Osama bin Laden was a hoax. Yeah. Literally a hoax. And I'm going to say that the special forces operators that hear the story of the redheaded fake Navy SEAL dude saying uh-huh. what he just described is not what we do it was fake there are a lot of a they lot are, of uh they military don't li- special they don't, forces is saying they don't lie well remember and you don't get that many special forces navy seal team operators that'll all come out and say whoa what's up with that that's bullshit well you have to remember who pat tillman was yeah you know uh, nfl player Phoenix, nfl player uh, uh had a bright future in the nfl great football player and he he then uh, said that 9-11 did it for him. He, he joined the military and he was shot up through the ranks. They He got a lot of attention, yeah. media media attention. He was the Bush poster boy for, you know, stopping everything you're doing and going to war. Mm. And when he got there, uh, I think what did it for Pat Tillman, if you watch uh, the uh, the documentary that his family put out, 
on this subject. It What did it for him was Jessica Lynch. He was part of the team that went in to save Jessica Lynch. His, his commanders and, and people from Washington were holding them back, telling them, no, don't go in yet. We have to wait for CNN to get their cameras and everything set up. And they had to go by what CNN was doing. He was super pissed off about that. Correct? Yeah. And he spoke out about it. And then they and he spoke out about and it. And he mysteriously died in a friendly fire accident. He became that was very ad mm -hmm. adversarial. Mm -hmm. uh, av what are the, how, how would you pronounce that? Anyway, he became an adversary mm -hmm. instead of somebody who was propping up the Bush regime. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, it's all fake. It's all fake. Propaganda. They went in there. She was all opposing. And then what happens after Pat Tillman dies, Jessica Lynch comes out and says, yes, we faked it. We faked the whole thing. She yep. said it was never in danger, yep. ever. Yeah, but Congress held hearings and they said, oh, nothing was wrong, done wrong mm -hmm. here. Congress is corrupt, all of it. It's entire institution. And what it's designed to do mm -hmm. is to present... Um, Democrats speaking people, right? They yeah. speak Democrat to the Democrats sure. and the Republicans speak Republicans to the Republicans, mm -hmm. but they both are basically uh, infiltrated by the CIA yeah. to advance an agenda on behalf of the Marxists. It's been co-opted. Don't you think that's kind of like why we got so excited about Donald Trump? He was so rogue and nobody could. I think yeah. that's why everybody got excited about him. He, he was so rogue that you know, the, the uh, Republicans hated him, the, you know, the Democrats hated him, the commies hated him, mm -hmm. everybody hated Donald Trump. And, uh, it, you know, he became the symbol of somebody who perseveres and says F you to everybody mm. and just, and just keeps going. And, you know, that's, and we got excited about that. We got excited. And now I watch people like Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, and and all of these other people who picked up the MAGA mantle, right? And they, they try to redo what they try to redo what mm. Trump is, yeah. and it just doesn't work. You know, and, and, and it doesn't and work. And for another, me. another thing uh, that is bothersome is it's funny how you get you know something across the finish line, right? Mm -hmm. Like for instance, uh, you know the the deplorable eight that took out McCarthy. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and the disrupt, I love the disruption. Love it. Love the chaos. Mm -hmm. I love the chaos and remove McCarthy and then put in homie, the clown, you know, mm -hmm. right. I mean, that's, that's what we're all about. We love homie, the clown, love the disruption, love turning the place upside down. They, they, our institution, mm -hmm. your institution needs to be freaking drone struck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like blow the thing. Figuratively speaking, blow it to bits, mm -hmm. evacuate the building, just get out of there. Uh, I like that. And then Johnson, what's his name? Uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Mike, Mike Johnson. Mm -hmm. Speaker of the House. One Mike. of the first things he says is, oh, we don't want to release the January 6th tapes because, you know, we're going to blur out what I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. One of the reasons why McCarthy was taken out is because it refuses to release the January 6th tapes. What does Johnson mm -hmm. do as soon as he gets in? Mm -hmm. Oh, we want to blur out all the FBI informants. <laughs> we're going to, we're, you know, we're going to release, but, but remember, mm. you know, they, they haven't, he hasn't done everything that he said that he was going to do. 
and it, he probably won't. And, you know, the tapes that... I swear but, to God, aliens are in charge. Well, what we... T I know, right? Oh, I, seriously. It's like... Like the aliens bring that. Like if some gray, clammy, freaking, you know, slanted-eyed alien says, greetings, if you do anything, I'm going to blast you in the freaking cayunes uh, yeah. with with my laser beam. Mm -hmm. Right? And I'd be like, okay, no problem. We won't release the January 6 tapes. You know, I found out something... They have to be in charge. I found out something yesterday. And what? You know, I was, um, you know, it, it just kind of slapped me right in the face. And that there is a, there is a wing of conservatives that are like mega judgmental Christians out there, right? And there are women, I, and I find this hard to believe in 2024, but this is true, out there saying that women shouldn't be voting or participating in in uh, in politics that uh, you know men own the polit political domain and they're the ones who should be creating laws and writing legislation and they you know women should be uh out of it and not even allowed to vote and i was like huh are you kidding me nobody's taking my vote away from me you know the, mm -hmm. it, it reminded me remember if you've ever listened to the um uh, or read about the the prohibition, right? And the women who were like they're the ones that got alcohol and it and it created the black market and everything, you know. And I'm like, I mean, I'm like somebody. Well, why it, this person has? And I'm not going to give you her name because I don't. I'm not going to uh, send people over there and give yeah. her credit. But but this person is on ex she's got a big following of mostly men and what she's upset about is as conservative women who come on who have big accounts on x and they wear tight t-shirts they're young they're healthy they're beautiful girls and they wear t-shirts to bake cakes and talk about politics right mm -hmm. and they say it's a thirst trap a sex trap you know and i'm like so and I mean, these people actually want women to start dressing in burkas. That's how I feel every time hey, I hear one of them. Did you guys see my it's post? Insane. By the way, everybody get over to Ask X. Like, uh, we're, we're done with that. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you why, all right? Mm -hmm. The recommendation to take that information, right, and publish it mm -hmm. on that document that went to President Trump, which, by the way, he doesn't read documents or get emails. Did you know that? Yeah. I discovered that. But... But here you go. Uh, check this out. Take a look at it. And uh, someone will be briefing you in 2024 about XYZ. Okay, mm -hmm. great. Thanks. Right. But the document was published. Right. And then the person that was going to brief him had to be redacted. Why? Because President Trump is surrounded by even people who are on Team America, but they have their own self-interest. You know, like Corey Lewandowski is looking to bang Hope Hicks, you know, so he's got what? Well, I mean, you know, that's but the he's fodder. a good guy. We don't know. He's yeah. a, what's that? I said, that's the fodder that's out there that he's he's like sexually no. active with all kinds of different. No, women. somebody told me that they, uh, Corey Lewandowski was banging Hope Hicks. Well, that's, 
he, uh, that's what it well, was. Well, yeah, I think they me. were dating. I think that was the well known yeah, thing. Yeah, and this is a serious been, person. It wasn't, you know, like this is not like rumor mill. I know, mill but stuff. now he's been connected with Christy Nome, that he, that she and Corey Lewandowski, mm. had, they, I think it was Mail Online or one of those rag magazines wrote a big article about him having an affair. He and, her, and she, Christy Nome, having an affair. And it was a big deal for a couple of days, mm. you know. Okay, so back to my point here. So and he's then kind I, of like a womanizer, right? They so so uh, delivering uh, the information about Lev Parnas and the Steve Stockman letter and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and President Trump being spied upon mm -hmm. to Congress, you know. Okay. What do you think they're going to do with that? Yeah. Uh, their their job is to cover it all up. It's like going to the federal court to, uh, to prosecute the government. Uh, well, they are the government. Well, here's the thing. They I will mean, see no wrongdoing. When this guy is put on the stand, when mm. Lev Parnas, you, we have to do everything we can do to discredit him mm. before he does that, right? Yeah. I mean. Listen, here's the deal. You, you would ready? think that they'd be all over this going, yeah, yeah, this so, guy. So the attorneys, they can't be trusted. I will just say that one of the highest level people possible, I'm not even going to mention their name because they're redeeming themselves, mm -hmm. right? And how do they redeem themselves? You take their nuts, you put it in a freaking vice, and you say, you already screwed this up. I know, but, you know, no, I'm going to go ahead and we're on it, President Trump's team. Yeah, good, excellent. That's good. It's good faith effort. You're not on the bad team. You wouldn't be calling me. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and just say you got caught freaking screwing the pooch, okay? But going forward... Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to threaten you, but do the right thing. Get this done. And if you don't, get used to smelling burnt earth. Mm. You will inherit scorched earth because I'm going to freaking burn everything. But not threatening you. Do the right thing and just be on the right side of it. Right? Mm. So you can't go to the attorneys or surrounding President Trump. You can't go to the Congress who's supposed to be investigating this stuff. Right, I post it up on Twitter, and what do I get? A freaking bowl of trollios <laughs> well, that are no, like, I, mean, you know, I know, but you know what? You. I literally had to tell them. It's almost dismissive of our listening audience. I care mm -hmm. about what our viewers think. Yeah, uh, I'm not doing it to impress them. They tune in because they know that I'm a ball buster. Yeah, Pete. Well, you know how it goes. I'm, I'm not kidding you. And this, mm. especially with you, you will you will latch on to. Uh, you know, some information, evidence, have everything. And the trolls come out and everybody is like, Pete Santilli. He had bad for him. He's not credible. He's he has errors. He had a typo. Yeah, yeah, that, that was and, a lie. I had a typo. Yeah. And then uh, what happens two years down the line? The same thing that happened with Hillary Clinton and Ukrainian one, right? Two, three Ukrainian. years down the line. Ukrainium, that's hilarious. It's <laughs> right? uranium one. It's Ukrainian. No, it's Ukrainium one. Yes, right. It, when, it, what happens, Pete, you are always vindicated. I I know what's coming for these folks, right? Yeah. And then they just kind of slink off into the background. Yeah. When Lev Parnas takes the stand against Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump, you know, we'll be way because people have listened well, to you. Can I tell you something? We'll be way ahead okay. of the game. You Guess cannot what? expect these other people here's, to do anything. Here, here's the bottom right? line. Here's what exists. You ready? 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay. Jamie Raskin offering up Lev Parnas as a witness mm-hmm. is over. Done. They'll never, ever bring him forward to do the following. Put him on MSNBC and let them all say, see, look at Rudy Giuliani's job guy says that President Trump is making everything. That's that's over. It's over. They'll never mm-hmm. bring him forward. Okay. Right. Uh, I burnt the dude. Burnt. He's fried. Right. But yeah. guess what? That doesn't make it go away. That. President Trump's uh, legal team was spied upon. Mm-hmm. All right. So you ready? Let me repeat it again. Okay. All I care about is President Trump knowing about it, his team being spied upon and 12 jurors, right? The, the 12 people that make the determination. Mm-hmm. Was he spied upon? They say, yes. That's all I care about. Yeah. Jovan Hutton Pulser, you can, you know what? Oh, well. What him? Uh, yeah, what? He says, please explain it to me. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> not going to, I don't need to explain it to you. Uh-huh. You know, he said, you know, why are you talking secret handshake? I spy stuff. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm not. But if you feel like you're out of the loop because you didn't have the secret handshake and the, the, the password, uh-huh. uh, it's probably a good indication because you can't be trusted to begin with. Yeah. You've got a whole bunch of people that, not, not that you needed a secret handshake or a password. Jovan Polzer felt like he was on the outside of something big, right? Yeah. He had to weigh in. But guess what, Jovan? Uh, here's the bottom line. It wasn't written for you, bitch. <laughs> it wasn't. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 what? Is that inappropriate? Well, you know, I mean, we I are don't on care. TV. Sorry, Mike. It. But you know what? Jovan Pulitzer, I'm so sad. He does good work. Uh-huh. And then he poops on it. Well, he yeah. just, he literally will build a <laughs> reputation, build, build some stuff, and then put a big hot steamy pile of stuff well, on it. Well, you know, for him. Uh, it, don't dismiss me. I'm not. Yeah. I'm getting ready to say something very relevant here mm-hmm. if you give me a chance. He's, well, you know, you were glossing me. I said, away. no. I said, well, you know, I mean, for him, <clears throat> excuse me, for, for Jovan Pulitzer, it's mm-hmm. very personal. You two have a personal uh, ongoing beef. So anything that you say or do that gets attention, he's oh, yeah. going. He's going to come. All of these, all of these people, Pete's an FBI informant. Oh my God! He, well, he's never said that. I, I well, he created the market, the devil. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't say too much. But Jovan Polisher, bottom line is, he does great work. But if he's not the center of the freaking universe, he snaps. Mm-hmm. You know, which is typical of a freaking Jew. You know? Oh, my goodness. Now, what? See, like a Jewish bankster has to be in control of everything. Why did you have to say that? Not religious Jew. I'm talking about a freaking egotistical, self-centered bankster. You know what I mean? Like, they got to be at the middle of everything, right? Mm. Uh, he's godless, almost. He well, is, yeah. I already know. He is. But right. Italians and Jews, that's how they work together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean that in an affectionate way. Yeah. You know, it's like my freaking our family attorney. He was a freaking Jew. Well, I would be I would be like just as upset if if they called you a WAP. You know what I mean? They, they, my attorney, our attorney that used would to call us me. WAPs. You know? I, I know, but still, you know, we should we should not be doing that. Why? Why? Because other yeah, because people say loving. that that's anti-Semitic? No, I don't think it's anti. I know better than that. I know you're not anti-Semitic. Oh, I'm not. And I, you know what? And I can speak the way I want. This is my life. Yeah, I'm not I anti-Semitic. Know. 
I'm, I, I'm just giving my point of view here that we should yeah. like rise above that. Right, kind but, of thing. but your your point of view. No, is, listen. You don't have a right to pee on my uh, freedom of speech. Yeah, but listen. I mean, these are the people that that come out and call you everything in the book and say terrible uh, things about you and and call you an FBI informant. Yeah. And all of the, and and try to discredit you. So I mean, I know where you're coming from, right? I know where you're coming from. So. You know, you you give like kind, right? I mean, you know, you, you if, if you're going to dish it out, you better be ready to take it, right? I mean, that's yeah, that's your bottom, the, bottom, the bottom line is Joe Von Pulcher. You know, it's kind of like dogs at the dog pound. Who is the top dog at the dog pound? In your dog pound, you are. You own it. Uh, but, and he's <laughs> pretending to be. He's like, oh, I'm a Rottweiler. Yeah, yeah, really. Well, I'm a freaking cane corso. How about that? Well, he keeps wanting to come huh? into your dog pound and. Yeah. And be the top dog. And Who is the top dog? What is the most dangerous freaking dog <laughs> on the planet? And what right. nationality is it? Yeah. What is it? And what nationality is it? Yes, it's an Italian dog. Oh, it, oh yeah, I the forget. The Cane Corso, 70, yeah. 750 pound, for, he, they will kill you with yeah. the blah, Yeah, right? those dogs. Yeah, I never, I had never heard of them before, and that's what's so forget about the Chihuahua. About no, we're talking about like, uh, you know, uh, Jovan Pulitzer comes up like a yeah. freaking Rottweiler. A, a Chihuahua thinks they are. It's true. But yeah, this, yeah, but that, that's, that's this dog though. This dog, please. King Corso. A King Corso. Uh, these are people killers. These dogs are yeah. huge. With a bite, it can kill. Seven hundred pounds of pressure. Mm -hmm. And the bite of these dogs. Yes. Right? And and they're they're beautiful with their families and yeah. people that they were raised around. Yep. But they don't do well with strangers. They're very That's me. Territorial, right? right. That's me. Yeah. Uh, silverback gorilla and a cane corso freaking yeah. uh, gain of function tested. Uh, <laughs> I was made by, uh, by Anthony Fauci in a petri dish. He said, <laughs> "Well, let's take a cane corso." Uh, uh, huh? Oh man. Those dogs are vicious. They're vicious. They're awesome, though. They're huge. Let's They're take like a silverback. Let's take a silverback and a cane course on. Put it together. What do we got? Pete Santelli. Yeah, there you go. Right? Yeah, hell yeah. You want to mess around with that? F-A-F-O. <laughs> well, you know, when they come into your dog mm. pound and, and they start on you, yeah. you have every right to defend yourself. And you also have a right to hit them back mm. with just as much disdain and vitriol and uh you know uh, terrible things as they hit you with and unfortunately the problem with that is is that you know people are just now just are insulting each other and you know nothing ever never nothing ever good comes of it okay here's an but update we like trump when he does it right i mean Trump goes after people all the time. Was I supposed to have uh, Michelle Swinnick connect with me minutes ago? Uh, at 9 a.m. At 9 a.m.? Mm-hmm. At 9 a.m.? Yeah. What about five minutes prior? I don't know. Well, let's Get, get her powder puffed? <laughs> well, let's go to like a that? break. Let's go to a break. Uh, go, and, let's go to a break? Yeah, and figure out what's going on here. So yeah, yeah. if we can get our guests ready. We, I don't get paid to figure. I know, but we but were what I will say, conversation. This like is what it. I want to do. Guess what? Everybody, we're hearing, and I want I want some feedback from people, okay? Mm-hmm. Rave reviews. Mm -hmm. Rave reviews on the Bella Grace. 
rave. Rave reviews yeah. from Bella Grace. And I'm one of but them. Now, now, outside of the show, I'm chasing, you know, Deb around with a packet of Bella Grace to make sure yeah. she takes her elixir, which is kind of like the, you know, the Tin Man. And uh, the, uh, who carried the oil can for the Tin Man? Uh, Dorothy did in her little best. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, uh, kind of like that. Oil can. You know what I mean? Just or, <laughs> what? Oil can. Right. Take some <laughs> elixir and I'm like. Take your elixir, you guys. It is tasty. Listen it's to like me. Very We're, berry. Okay, so if you're if you're young, you ready? If if you are young, all right. Mm -hmm. The benefits of the collagen, actually, the three. I'm going to call them miracle combination, disruptive ingredients. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. If somebody says, "Hey, your uh, collagen only has a very small amount of collagen compared to this big bag of stuff," yeah, because yours has sawdust in it, and you poop it out. Oh boy! Oh boy! What? Don't say poop. I'm sorry. You excrete it. <laughs> no. You really, literally, and you have an eight billion dollar industry of people that are consuming a great product, which is collagen. Right? Mm -hmm. Repairs yeah. your joints. Reduce inflammation, right? Does all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But the amount of stuff you have to consume for what it will absorb into your body mm -hmm. is a ripoff. Yeah. It is. It's a ripoff. It's a flat out theft. They're literally selling you. It's kind of like, uh, you know those people that sell like a little bit of marijuana with a bunch of uh, pencil shavings? <laughs> I had that happen to me one time. Yeah, exactly. Really, that's the industry, and that's the difference. So, uh, uh, Dr. Mark Miller, I'm going to bring him on. Mm -hmm. I have done the research. It requires a little bit of research for me to be this much of an advocate for a product. Yeah. Because when I looked into it, I'm like, what the heck is that? This is huge. Mm -hmm. It's a great product. So, if you're young, you work out. Unbelievable benefits from uh, the uh, Verisol collagen, right? Mm -hmm. The yeah. uh, astaxanthin. And the cat's claw. Unbelievable. Yelth. Uh, yelth. Yelth. Healthy. <laughs> Unbelievably yelthy. Yelthy. <laughs> right? So if you're young, oh, man. if That's you're funny. an ugly person and you want to become beautiful, it is perfect for ugly people, which is, you know, for somebody like me, mm -hmm. I'm a big believer. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's just anti-aging properties, so many other benefits. Yeah. Um, we, I'm, I'm going to say that we will be, and, and by the way, there's an opportunity uh, to, to actually start a small business or do referrals and actually pay for your product mm -hmm. and try them out. Deb got, we got a box of sample products, right? Last week. I've been she using it, it for up. a week. She's literally chasing me around wanting to put this freaking ointment on me. What, what was that <laughs> stuff? You got to try this. It's smooth and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the and moisturizer said, is yeah. amazing. Anytime you can have your lady rubbing, mm -hmm. chasing you around the house with ointment, okay? Mm -hmm. You know what's really great thing. about it? It's mm -hmm. like at night when I do my skincare That's regimen, curly stuff, right. At night when I do my skincare regimen, uh, what happens, you know, with a lot of, uh, of these moisturizers and skincare products is your skin feels like super oily and um but i wake up in the morning and and it's all absorbed and i just add a little more moisturizer over top of that and i am good to go it, it really is a beautiful product mm. it really is it is a beautiful product yeah
And guess what? So far, I like it. A weekend, and I really like it. Yeah. Now, statistically, I've always said it that, you know, just be, just because, right? Mm-hmm. Um, statistically, our older uh, population. So if I start emphasizing that it's great for the older, you know, generation for anti-aging stuff. Mm-hmm. Do not exclude. I'm talking like the broadest range of benefits for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, it's a great product. Yeah, after workouts, you know, you consume the stuff. I mean, obviously, people have to recover from workouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you're an exercise, or if you're a beef eating uh, ogre like me, and you have a service connected disability and inflammation in your right ankle, bam. You know, I mean. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a great product. And then you hand your wife some of the products that are being offered, mm-hmm. and she's loving it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say, uh, that's my point there. Now, I'm going to segue. You ready? Um, this is what I want to do. Michelle Swinnick's going to come on, and she's going to get us up to date on the absolute disgusting level. As a matter of fact, I literally want to put a wall around Arizona because it's so corrupt mm-hmm. and a bubble and hermetically seal it because <laughs> we need to have like, uh, what do they call it? Social distancing from mm-hmm. what's going on in Arizona. Yeah. Stiff arm Arizona. The level of corruption, uh, you can tell the stench of McCain still oh, is yeah. emanating. The Absolutely. aroma of, and she's <laughs> fighting the fight. In Arizona, her. she is. Yep. I mean, I, I I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Yeah, I literally uh, would just. I, I mean, I literally just packed up my stuff. Uh, packed up my stuff. And and would left. She can't get her camera on. Okay. She's all right. What? Give her time. What does all right mean? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, give her time. She's gonna get it Maybe. Uh, if she, I don't know if she can hear me, but maybe if she reboots, you know, Rebooting. Yep. go back in. Can and, I, can I kind of reset my soul in. here? Hmm? <clears throat> Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, uh, you are tuned in to this show. All right. The stuff that I do is for all of our benefit. You want, if you have any dog, you want a cane corso. All right. I'm your cane corso. <laughs> And Silverback made Anthony Fauci. Go look up King Corso. Yeah. All right. That's the kind of dog you want that's going to be protecting you, right? And that's the kind of dog we're going to need going into 2024. And when the trolls walk up and say, hey, Mr. King Corso, you have some typos. Really? Well, I'm going to bite you and freaking (laughs) eat you. How about that? I don't care. 700 pounds of pressure in that dog. That's why people are tuned in here, okay? Yeah. I don't suck up to people. I threaten them with scorched earth. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says online. I care what the yeah. 12 people in the jury box mm-hmm. think and President Trump his, and his team being spied upon. You know what's funny? And we're also going to talk about Arizona and their, yeah. their election fraud. I'm not going to pull any punches with Michelle. Uh, well, I, I don't want think to, she's going to pull any punches with you either. With me? Yeah. Oh, she should leave, actually. <laughs> That's what I mean. I was was going to finish my statement. She's ready. She should leave Arizona. Yeah. And then call. I would have her. She's dedicated her entire life to exposing the truth. Mm -hmm. I think she should take all of that energy and time and work on getting somebody that can legally sign an executive order to drone strike Arizona (laughs) and eliminate it forever. Oh, man. Oh, no. I like Arizona. 
If Pete was a dog, he would have to be on a chain. You never know. Now, Pete will never. That's the thing. Yeah, I will never be on a chain. Well, I mean, you know, all these people who are new to this, they crack me up. And, and I was telling you this, like, I don't know, four years ago, I, we saw all these new people pile in on social media when or six years ago now when Trump was in. And we saw all these people, you know, like rising stars, they, they skyrocket in the influencer. And how many times have you and I seen that happen? Yeah. Right. Mm. The, it, it really is true. Like the faster, uh, you know, the faster you rise, the faster you burn out, right? Oh, yeah. People have come and gone. And they have oh. so much criticality Hundreds. going on, right? And they're like, oh, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. And I'm like, no, how about if I just remain Pete Santilli? Yeah. Right? You've outlasted them all. All so. of them. All, they're all <laughs> gone. Like, oh, maybe you should We've not. We've been through this. Maybe you pepper. shouldn't look like that. You know, you, you need to shave your beard. You well, know, and they're like, about, uh, and and maybe you shouldn't say penis as often. <laughs> I'm like, maybe, no, I'm yeah. gonna say that. I'm not uh, changing maybe. who I am. You shouldn't go after the gay people. You maybe not. you shouldn't have told that sponsor that you would send them all their money back if they ever picked up the phone and told you not. That's not a good way to do business, really. It's the perfect way to do business. Mm -hmm. You know what? When I was in sales, yeah. Guess what? Everybody else was being prim proper. It's the true story, right? Now, mm -hmm. I dressed for success. I was really good looking, professional, all that good stuff, right? But I was the most unorthodox. Like, everybody's playing ping pong. Guess what I'm doing? Running around with a medicine ball. <laughs> yeah, right. right? You're playing hardball. Oh, game. I was literally running into offices of Fortune 30 CEOs. And, and, mm -hmm. and they, they would be, be professional with my competition, right? Mm -hmm. But you know what they would tell me? Santilli, I'm going to give you the business so you'll go away. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got shit to do, right? Yeah. I have stuff to do. I'm going to give you the contract so you'll leave me alone, <laughs> right? Uh, or, or they're, they're listening to this. a great way to do business, huh? Pete. <laughs> What's that? I said, that's a great way to do business. You just wear them down, right? <laughs> It, you know, absolute persistence. But they would joke with me that I'd I have that relationship. But I'd have that relationship with them where they're like jokingly saying, mm -hmm. but they knew that they could trust me. Like, yeah. oh, Santilli, you're right. I'll just give you the business. Just go away and shut up. Yeah. Right? Well, people underestimate your ability that to to be able to persevere. You know what I mean? And uh, I will not relent. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I would tell people uh, yeah. in corporate America? We're talking about, I mean, I you know. I'm talking about some of the world's largest corporations, the most brilliant minds that are sitting in the freaking desk. And they're busy, mm -hmm. okay? These people mm -hmm. are, you know, the guys that run around with jets. You know why they run around with jets, right? Well, because they're busy and they have to get here and there. And they, they, uh, honestly, I mean, the, the whole Davos thing and all those people, that's a little bit, a level of gluttony. It's like the prince and he's doing it's all like that stuff. It's like the pigs no, sitting I'm around the about, table. No, I mean, they literally calculate how much money they lose because the guy's sitting at the TSA checkpoint, mm -hmm. you know, and it would actually cost us less if we went out and bought a $10 million jet. So it's the old adage of time is money. Time is money. So yeah. going in there to disrupt their time schedule. I mean, they're buying planes to offset the number of minutes they're spending at the airport. And here I am in their time sucking. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. But I would tell them. <laughs> Here's the bottom line. You don't even know about this. I know you want to push me off here. 
your corporation with this new technology. Got to freaking unplug what you're doing right now and plug it in over here. And I, I, we don't have enough time for me to go into every single reason. I work for the 35th largest company in the world, Bell South. You think mm-hmm. we're going to come in and screw up your game? And by the way, my competition, like you're sitting there all prim and proper and doing pinging and ponging with PowerPoint presentations and they're going to guarantee you X, Y, Z and all that bold mamba jumbo. Yep. If they were a better company and had better service, I would be working for them. There you go. And because I don't, you need to give me the business. Yeah. And they're like, Santilli, man, I don't talk this way to other people. Don't tell anybody, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give you the business just, just so you go away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, all right, I'll take that. Yeah. And, yeah, and but people do really. They, they so people, trusted me. All of these new people that have come into the game in the last six years or so, right? Mm. Uh and, and in, in many ways, it is a game, right? I mean, you have to be able to play. Listen. But, but these people come in and they underestimate you. They think, oh, I'm going to go on the air and I'm going to call him a, I'm going to call him an FBI informant and I'm going to do this and I'm going to get Pete Santilli. I think that they don't understand that you've been at this now for 13 years, right? Going into your 13 years. Oh. Well before they even dreamed of doing this, yeah, and, oh yeah, and that you that you have uh, you have longevity, and you and, and listen, if they're not the first person who's tried it with you, because you're a ball buster, right? You go in, you tell people, you piss people off, and and they're saying there has to be some kind of safeguard against Pete, like uh, against people like Pete, because Pete will come in, and we've spent. We've spent six months building our persona online and Pete comes in and and blows us up, you know, and mm. they don't know how to handle it. They they just don't even know how to handle that. And so the, the, the only thing that they can do is go online and say, he's an FBI informant. Oh, my God. Asshole. All that stuff. Listen to me. I don't care anymore about any of that stuff. I don't care. You know, all I know is that, okay, you ready? This is what I care about. I care about, uh, well, and, and by the way, you know why I care about President Trump? Because they hate him. Mm-hmm. I, I gravitate towards that. That's yeah. who I want. You know? Well, we've watched them do to President Trump. Exactly. Is there anybody that they hate more than President Trump? No. Oh, that's and who I want. we've watched them mm-hmm. not, you know, I mean, we've watched people uh, yeah. do exactly to Trump. What uh, do exactly to Trump what what they did to you? We know the formula. You demonize, 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 demonize. attack, demonize. Legally, freaking lawfare, bring the full force of the government. Right. Stop, that stop, ha- stop. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Right? Why did they come after me, though? And it's the truth. Why did they come after me? Why did they have to shut my show down? Why? Because they didn't want you to hear me saying, screw them. We're going to go get them. Well, I mean, your whole, eat- your personality is a whole lot like Trump's to your name caller. You make up names. I will crush you. If you're a piece of crap, you're, I'm going to call you a piece of crap. <laughs> right. If you're a, a guy that does great work, okay, like mm-hmm. Joe Von Pulitzer. I'm like, man, what a Why bunch of great work. Why are you going back on that? Because Jeez. Michelle Swinnick is listening. <laughs> she knows. She knows. <laughs> oh, because man. Joe Von Pulitzer does great work, and then he walks around with a penis-shaped forehead just knocking on people's doors. Well, that's why, you know, listen, you were way ahead of your time uh, before Trump became the president. You act a whole lot like him. You take no prisoners and you don't care. I mean, and you haven't you haven't 
nickname for everybody. Yeah. And if you, you rewind the clock and you go back and you, you listen to episode number one and mm -hmm. episode 695 and then episode number all the way up to now we're up to episode number 3,885 plus. Mm -hmm. We're almost over 4,000 episodes. Yep. Pete Santilli sounded innocent then. I sound a lot rougher now, but I'm the same exact person. And <laughs> they sounded, all tried to shut me down. You've never sounded innocent a I day did. in your life. Oh, I when? could play episode number one. Hello, everybody. Oh. We are starting our show. And I just, well, that's because you wanted to do an economic show. You weren't even thinking about this. And then you met. I know, but I sounded a little bit loose in the cage. and kinda, Yeah, but then you met me. Huh. And we, I was like. You know, Have you ever heard what a guy sounds like before he's had uh, <laughs> premarital sex? Oh, shut up. What do they sound like? Oh, man. No. I don't know. I don't want to hear. I don't you know. Literally, you're, uh, you literally, your octaves are like, <laughs> you, you're a little bit higher octave, you know, because I think they, uh, yeah, what? No, your testicles drop at a certain point. Jesus. What? Oh. Or they're, or they're, you know, it depends. You got weather factor. Huh? What's that? You said it depends. It depends. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, there's so many variables, yeah, right? Yeah. But the key thing is before he had sex, he mm -hmm. sounded, you know, like he had, a, you know, a higher octave voice, yeah. right? After he sows his oats, uh, he's got some baritone. Oh, man. Right? See, and there, there are women on X who say yeah. that women should not be in politics because it's the man's domain. Listen, I mean, I, you, it makes you wonder where these women have, I mean, have women ever really sat down and talked to a real alpha guy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, lady, whatever you say, right? It's funny. It's funny. You're funny. Everything's funny. And the chat right. room is going wild. Michelle is unable to connect right now. Uh, we're going to probably have to reschedule because I got to carry on. I have a big topic here. Is All she right. still listening? Has uh, she tried to she go said, out and then come she, back? I in? said something about Joe Von Pulser. She disconnected. I'm Did just she? kidding. No. <laughs> oh, my God. She's, I wouldn't she, doubt it. People, no, you know, she's not going to. Yeah. yeah. Well, people don't. It, it makes people uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? It makes me uncomfortable. So I know that I'm not the only person who who gets who has this reaction when people start going after each other. I'm just like, oh, oh, it's like, Ugh. it's it's almost it's so it gets so dirty mm. that you're just like, oh, my gosh. And I just have to say, I don't want to be a part of this. Mm. <laughs> I don't want don't drag me into this. Right. I just don't want to be a part of this. But people yeah. do underestimate you, though. They really do. They think I'm going to say something really horrible about Pete and he's going to fold. And that just does not work. It, yeah. They they make a huge they make a huge mistake when they do that. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's yeah. where they make their mistake. Instead yeah. of trying because you're a reasonable guy, really. Instead of trying to come to you and say, hey, Pete, you know, let's let's talk this out, man. And you've had a few people do that mm -hmm. and you remain friends with them to this day. Right. Mm -hmm. Where people have come to you and said, Pete, listen, man, I, I mean, I'm sorry I did that. And it was kind of really stupid of me. And, you know, I like you, dude. You're OK. And then work with you. Right. 
and then these people become uh, longtime friends of your Carl. Carl Benj said Pete used to have an 18 and above show. Deb tamed him a little. But guess what happened? That's not true. I've been with Pete from the beginning. Are you from serious? the beginning? But check this out. Um, <laughs> There's no taming. Check Pete. this out. You know what happened? Uh, there was a in Burns, Oregon. Yeah. I'm cussing up a storm. I was just doing doing Pete, right? Mm-hmm. I'm cussing up a storm, and uh, a little girl, she was like 16 or 17, mm-hmm. walked up with her family, yeah. and asked me to sign her constitution. And I'm yeah. like, Why are you asking me to sign your constitution? She goes like, I listen to you all the time, and I'm like, Oh. You know, I didn't cuss around my girls when I, when I was. Can you imagine me not cussing around my girls? Yeah. I never dropped the f bomb. Mm-hmm. I never like did it and then accidentally pulled it. I didn't. I just never did it. Mm-hmm. I didn't cuss in front of my mom until I was like twenty two. Right. Uh, the f bomb. Right. No, I didn't cuss in front of my mom. Yeah. So I was twenty two. Most of I'm us a didn't. Kids, most of us didn't. And but kids so, today, wow. I mean, they just have what comes out of their yeah. mouths now yeah. toward their but, parents. But ultimately, oh. this this is not bragging rights, okay? And uh, this is not bragging rights. You are gathered here and you're kind of wondering, you know, is he real? Is he not? Is this the, you know, mm-hmm. are you running around? I don't freaking care. And what you'll like <laughs> about it is you'll see that I, I don't know, care. Right? And you're like, I kind of. You know, uh, I don't care either what other people say. That guy's like a freaking heat-seeking moisture missile. Well, listen, there was somebody I just saw on it. Our chat is going so fast right now that I... Oh, Arizona C says that they know people that you have helped, you know, that uh, that you've been helpful to. Pete has helped so many people. It's it's really unbelievable the the, um, the number of people that you have helped and uh, you have fought for and sided with and helped you know, them. Hey, My I'll, goodness, it far outweighs I'll, it far outweighs the person that springs up every once in a while you know that gets, you know I will that hates you. I will do this. We had a story, I'm gonna tell the story and then I'm and then I'm gonna um uh, kind of cleanse our souls here with something because I want to play this. Mm-hmm. I just I want to. Yeah. Um, we, we, we've had discussions. I'm not going to mention any specific things, but uh, I talk about my sister, you know, the epidemiologist communist, mm-hmm. right? That is not a real gun he has, by the way, in case this is ever it's played on the flame, jumbo. It's tron. a flamethrower. It is a grill starter. This is what I want everybody to understand. <laughs> and I say this with love. I say yep. it with, that is not a silencer. Okay. It's a flame diffuser. Yep. But listen. What, if, if you're going to, because we say we're at war, and everybody's like, oh, you're going to fight, we're going to do it. If you're going to do that, okay, as a unit, together, we're all in this together, right? Mm-hmm. And we have to propel the truth, because what I'm going to do is after I come back from this little presentation, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to tell everybody right now, I'm probably the most qualified person to present what I'm going to present and go after the world's largest bureaucracy that is attempting to steal everything mm-hmm. from you. Yeah. And you're going to have this gaggle of people that are really smart 
and they'll have a great, and they, they have to get you, the people, energized to defend yourself. And they're not going to be able to do it because they're really boring people. They're bureaucrats and government and they're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For or against it. The people that are trying to steal everything that you're about in our country mm-hmm. are so bureaucratically time-sucking yeah. that you won't even pay attention to them because that is just terrible. I mean, they're just, they've built a bureaucracy, but I'm going to tell you something right now. The last time I went up against them, I actually called for, and they accused me of, I called for people, you want to point guns at us? We'll point them back. And that's not a bad thing. Well, I mean, right? you didn't call for it. That, and, no, and- I said I called for it. I, I called for it. If you want to point guns at us, we will point them back. Don't be careful who you point guns at, mm-hmm. right? And then we're, this is about the Constitution. And then I was told by the, by the government agent, the Constitution doesn't apply in the dirt, mm-hmm. right? right? And all this stuff. So there was this battle, and there were millions of people watching on. And I said, we're going to have a protest. Mm-hmm. And I called for the sheriff to come out and intervene because those people were out of control. Yeah. And that was it. That was the whole Bundy Ranch thing, right? They were and that story has not even been told to this day, and it's about to be because January 6th, there's a mm-hmm. documentary that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I'm what a day for it to come out. Commenting. I'm actually, it's a dual you know, role uh, where I'm, as a commenter, as a person of the media, mm-hmm. who understands the story very intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you guys are listening to this and you can't say, oh, that's old news. Old news. Wait till you hear what they're Wait doing now. Yeah. Wait yeah. till you hear what they're doing now. It's incredible. You and guys, a red Ford, alert, red alert, red alert. Huh? We used to have a woman. She's passed away now. She was Democrats. Yes. Against uh, the Agenda uh, 21. Uh-huh. Right? 2020. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Democrats against Agenda 21. Yeah. Um, she was a screaming liberal. Uh she really was. I mean, but she saw, but she was, in a, but she was some kind of, uh, oh, Pete, what was her title? She, mm, she, she worked for like the government, yeah. right? Yeah. She worked for the government yeah. and, and she understood what was happening. And she warned us, her name was Rosa Corey, and she wrote the book called Behind the Green Mask. And, um, uh, out there in California, and she warned us about what they're what they're getting ready to do. This yeah. is huge now, news. This is huge. We're going to be talking about it for probably mm-hmm. the remain not probably the remaining balance of the show. The mm-hmm. oh, remaining yeah, balance easily. of the show. Yeah. Um, and what I'm about to describe to you, ladies and gentlemen, I mean every single person right now. When when I say we have to push the button and go, uh, Frank Gaffney came on. Mm-hmm. It just dropped in his lap on Christmas Eve. He understood the gravity, the magnitude. It, yeah. is, it is literally like bringing down the deep state. It's such a small, mm-hmm. like for the little people, they're going to bring down the deep state. Mm-hmm. This is way bigger yeah. than that. We must bring down what we must bring down what I'm about to present to you. Yeah. This, this is, this is like deep state and then there's globalism, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's a higher level of auto control, just uncontrollable, ungovernable, right? Mm-hmm. Fascism. Yep. 
that is about to take. Imagine if Amazon, Facebook, and Google, okay, all got together and said, we're going to enslave everybody and all the money will go to us and you can't say anything about us because we're private. Right. This is what this is about. Yep. So I want everybody to just, in this context, all right, I'm going to present to you. Here's how we're going to counter it. It's very, very simple, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you a gathering of about 800,000 people who are gathered together in the name of Jesus Christ. That's what you're going to focus on. That's it. That's what's going It's the only thing that's going to beat this. Satan was a bureaucrat. Hmm. Because of the deceptive lies, the masking and the, the, they put forth the paper and the language and all this stuff mm-hmm. to conceal his dirty deeds. But remove all of that stuff and what's he doing? Evil. He's doing evil, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you know, do we attack the bureaucracy, right? Uh, you know, do we say, oh, we're going to go to court? Do we say, oh, we got to use the military? You know, no, absolutely not. We need to call upon the Lord, that we're so far gone, all right? So gather together in the name of Jesus Christ. That will bring us the discernment that we need. Uh, and we will stand in the gap. And this is this this simple. You ready? Mm-hmm. These people are standing in the gap, okay, between Satan and his influence upon the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the godly, beautiful things that we seek, including eternal life. That's it. Keep it that simple. Stop saying, "Oh, we got to stop the blah, blah. we got to go vote." Blah, blah. No, we don't. We we need to we need to do this. Stand in the gap and tell them we're done with you. We don't even understand what you're doing, but that's what Satan does, right? Yeah. We know that that's by design. I don't mm-hmm. need to know what you're doing. I have a godly soul. You're evil. Time for you to go. Stand yeah. in the gap. Here we go. You ready? Ready. Ready. Set. <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much. You know that? I know. I have a feeling I know what you're getting ready to play. So that's good. Huh? What? What do you think it is? Take I, a guess. You ready? Uh, wow. Hallelujah. Fun. Good job. I literally get the goosebumps every time I see us. This is us, you guys. This is literally us. That right there is inconquerable. No, look at no guns or anything like that, right? You can't shoot that either.
the people. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Right. All right. So here we go. You ready? Uh, and, and, and Jesus is everything. Like, how do you blend Jesus with the news? You know what makes this even more what? Uh, phenomenal? These are the very people who are being slaughtered because of their faith. Right yes. Now. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm mm. going to make one of my. And they do it anyway. Y'all. By the way, this they do call it anyway, this call right here. OK, will be entered into my discovery. Oh, my goodness. Watch. Listen to this. I want you to listen to the bureaucracy that I'm about to talk about. Thank you for calling the Bureau of Land Management National Headquarters located in Washington, D.C. Please listen to the following message. Listen to this entirely. bureaucracy. Everybody say fuera. You can visit our website at www.lm.gov or mm -hmm. please press from the following We're going to get rid of everybody say fuera after for you hear it. camping, recreation, hunting, closures, mining rights, fealty, or map ordering, please press 1. Fuera. For historical land patents, survey, or general land patent info, please press 2. Fuera. For wild horse and burrow, please press 3. Fuera. For Bureau of Indian Affairs, please press 4. Fuera. For FOIA office, please press 5. Fuera. For America the Beautiful Path, maps, invoices, please press 6. Fuera. For National Training Center, please press 7. Fuera. For National Operations Center, please press 8. Fuera. For information technology, please press 9. nine. For all other calls, please press 0. <laughs> the president of Argentina please said, wait while your call is I'm being getting rid of all these bureaucracies. And he said it in his language. And he tore every bureaucracy. Took office. Hi, Horia. Are you on speakerphone? Hello? I can't. You're very muffled. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Are you on speakerphone? Yes, I am. You are. Can you pick up for a second? It sounds very muffled. I have something very important. Could, it, could I speak with Salvador Lauro? Is Sal Lauro there? Hello, ma'am. My name is Pete Santilli. I need to speak with Sal Loro to pass on a message to him. The last time Sal Loro was involved in a, you know, a Pete Santilli event, um, I actually showed up there and, you, you know, it, that operation that you guys were running to provoke an armed confrontation. Um, I mentioned something about guns and you guys made up some crap about me. Well, I'm back at it again. You guys are trying to start some natural um, asset corporation thing and try to take over all of the American people, the, the, the American populace, uh, the, the American people's natural resources and sell it off on the stock exchange. And I'm going to say I'm coming back again, except this time. Well, last time I came with him, but this time I'm coming with Jesus. We're going to stop you. And I just wanted to tell you that. My name is Pete Santilli. Go look me up. I'm sure you have a file cabinet full of information on me. Do you know who Pete Santilli is? Hello? Are you speechless? She's still there. Not I am. 
She's Hi, recording. I'm sorry. Can you spell the last name? Oh, you know how to spell it, but I'll give it to you. It's S A N. You know the name Cliven mm-hmm. Bundy? No, I don't. You don't. I apologize. You need to Can look at the last name. Of you the sound like a sweetheart. Sweetheart. Just uh, mention Cliven Bundy, okay? Cliven Bundy and Pete Santilli, and we're we're coming with Jesus to stop you. To stop you is okay, in. Did you give me the spelling? Yes, it's S A N S A N T I L L I. And if you really want to know the proper spelling and middle initial, call the federal prosecutor named Stephen Myrie, who was fired because of the nasty work he did. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, and I can try to transfer you. You might. What? To the legal department? Or where, where do you Sal want to Laurel? Sal Laurel, please. Is, what's the name of the Salvador Loro, Neil Cornsey. Neil Cornsey's still there, or did he get fired too? I just need, can you spell the last name of the person you would like me to transfer you to? Yes, I I have it in my discovery. It's L-A-U-R-O, Salvador Loro. L-A-U-R-O, hold on and I can transfer you. All right, thank you. He was supposed to have been fired. If he answers the phone, that's a bad thing. <laughs> He's not going to answer the phone. Now, the Fuera thing. These calls always end up in my discovery, by the way. And they take bits and pieces. Like, And he said he was going to show up. Hi, who's this? Hello, sir. Uh, Hi. We don't, we don't have anyone in our system with that name. Exactly, because exactly. I had him fired. That's a good thing. Uh, how about Neil Cornsey? He was the Neil Cornsey was the. How can you spell the last name of that person? K K O R N Z E. He was a good friend of Harry Reid's. Okay, hold on. All right. Fired. You have to ask for Daniel P. Love. Uh, yeah. She's so nice, though. She is. Okay, sir, we don't have anyone in the system with that last name. Excellent. Fired. How about this one? One more. This is really important. High level. Uh, S-E-S, right? Senior executive, right? His name is Daniel P. Love. Can I talk to Daniel P. Love? Could you spell the last name? Yeah, L-O-V-E. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I hope she says. She's checking. Hello, sir. We don't have Daniel. Excellent. I know who you have. All right, now. Uh, how about Tracy Stone Manning? Okay, hold on. All right, thank you.
Hi, is this Tracy? Good morning. Hello? Hi, is this Tracy? Is this Tracy? No, this is no, this is not Tracy. This is Alita Tracy's assistant. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Uh, uh, my name is uh, my name is Pete Santelli and uh, Tracy Stone Manning, BLM director, right? Yes. Uh-huh. I just wanted to get started on the right foot because the last time we had to go around, you know, the last BLM director ended up getting fired for what he did to me. Right. My name is Pete Santilli. S-A-N-T-I-L-L-I. Oh, by the way, I have a federal judge in Nevada that just signed off finally after 10 years of going up against the BLM said that you guys made up everything for the purposes of provoking an armed confrontation. Now, I don't want that going forward. So that's why I wanted to reach out to Tracy Stone Manning and make sure we have... Tracy is actually not in the office today. Could you give her a message? Yes. Tell her Pete Santilli is reaching out, okay? And what we're going to do is we're going to basically stop this national asset um, corporation thing you've got going on with the New York Stock Exchange. We're going to shut that down. And I just want to make sure that you guys don't point guns at us when we try. Because we're just going to do it in a candlelight vigil. And we're gathering together in the name of Jesus Christ. And the last time we did that, you pointed guns at us and it went over really bad for everyone. They all got fired and then I was released. So here I am back at it again. Okay. So basically, I'm not familiar with any of that because I haven't been here that long. Yeah, I know. Nobody's been there that long because we had them all fired. Uh, but You sound like a very nice lady. This is not meant to intimidate or threaten the last time we tried to get you guys to stop and it didn't go well um as a matter of fact there's a guy named larry wooten you guys should have a picture of him in your front lobby larry wooten do you know that name no i'm not familiar with uh know that name he's a great american hero bureau of land management iconic you should have a bronze statue of larry wooten in your lobby so that's the first thing that I want to do. I want to get a, a bronze statue of Larry Wooten in your lobby, A, and it has to be done through Tracy. But I want to just make it really, really clear. I come in peace and in the spirit of kindness, uh, and I'm going to gather together with a whole bunch of people in the name of Jesus Christ, and we're going to stop what is going on with this national asset corporation thing you're, you're trying to take 167 trillion dollars in natural resources wealth and sell it off on the stock market and you don't own it okay do you want me to uh have you speak with like jeff Klaus today jeff. with our definite com- communication person or uh yeah, I mean, if so you want to, yeah, but what, let me see. but ma'am, as a matter of fact, yeah, I don't, you sure, you sound so nice. I don't even, you know, I don't even want you to mention your name. Okay. To me, I just want you to know you sound very kind, but, but make no mistake about Thank it. You. This telephone call right here. Okay. is a significant thing and you haven't been there that long, but you need to go look up my name and, 
and, and, and don't believe anything you read in your internal documents, by the way. Uh, but this is a very significant okay. call. Okay, very significant. Okay, well, I will definitely get the message to uh, Tracy, and let me just check to see if Jeff is available. All right, good, and thank so you. And so I will transfer you. All right. But if not, I will, um, okay. you know, include him and Tracy on the uh, reach you. back to you. And so the number, however, is this 513... Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Hold for one second, please. Okay. Thank you. She's very nice lady. She hasn't been there that long. Nobody has. (laughs) The 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 one of the world's largest bureaucracy. Okay. Mm -hmm. By the way, we started out. They were really powerful. Yeah. And they said you better have more people than that. Yeah. And or we're gonna shoot you. And the whole thing about the, you know, they created this standoff thing and they literally did exactly what they're doing right now. They tell everyone that Trump is a racist and all of his followers are cult members and and law enforcement needs to surveil them and we must go shoot them. And they get everybody whipped up into a frenzy and like everyone with badges and guns are like, what? We need to go get Trump supporters. They're bad. They're that bad. They're terrorists. My goodness. We got to stop them. And you know why? Because you gotta lie to everybody so they don't feel bad when they shoot you. Well, remember, I mean, yeah. this all happened to us ten years ago, uh, and the same exact thing. So it's this like- is significant, folks. Because guess what? This is the best way for me to get you to understand what I'm about to say. I could have started out by presenting some boring thing about the talk exchange. It'd be like, oh my goodness, I'm going to go pay attention to Jeffrey Epstein news. And you would have tuned it out. But I'm going to tell you something right now. This entity that's on the phone will point guns at you oh, to yeah. stop us from doing what I said. Hello. What I'm, hi, hi, hi. Sorry, sorry to have you on hold. Uh, nobody was picking up on that extension. So I walked down there to see if anyone was in his uh-huh. office. But his office is not available because he's not in there. Okay. Uh, so that was the only person that I could think of that I could transfer you to. Yeah. That would be able to have conversation about it. Yeah. So, uh, and, and Tracy actually happens to be on a plane. Okay. So, uh, All right. You know, that's why I know she's not available. But um, What's her, I can't get the message. What kind of, what kind of plane? Does she have a high carbon output? Just kidding. No. Just kidding. You know, and ma'am, listen, this is how serious this is. You can you can actually say, I'm literally, as a matter of fact, next to Larry Wooten's uh, bronze statue in honor of him, I want to request, and I think you will too when you realize who I am, I want a Pete Santilli show bobblehead right next to him. <laughs> And you can say to Tracy. Well, I can tell you, I can ask, answer that about high carbon because I'm very environmental. And when I book flights, I, it definitely, yeah. everything that's going on with the plane. So that yeah. I can answer. Yeah, yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, okay. all right, now let me tell you, uh, just tell Tracy, the last time I initiated a telephone call, I'm not even exaggerating. Daniel P. Love, 75-plus BLM agents, the National Park Service, FBI. 
They were all lied to, and it almost got everybody killed. And it was all fake. Uh, yeah, mm. it's true. Yeah, I mean, if you go look up the name Pete Santilli and Clive and Bundy, you're going to see what, what it amounted to at the Bureau of Land Management. So she'll know. But I'm reaching out in the spirit that I told you. I'm, I'm coming this time with Jesus, okay? And, if, and I'm sure they're going to try to point guns at us. But I just want to let everybody know there that we mean no harm. You can point guns. We're not going to back down just like we did last time. And I just want to make sure that Tracy knows that, I mean, you know, uh, peace, love, kindness, and determination. Okay? Okay. I will let her know that. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for your call. Have a great day. All right. Bye. Okay. Now, this is what I'm going to say. Everybody She's get ready. She's to the UN, I bet. To the, huh? Yeah. <laughs> She's flying to New York. Yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's actually going to go pull her list of endangered species mm -hmm. to try to stop us. So, okay, Pete, so tell us what this is all about. All right, Frank Gaffney, Frank Gaffney um, uh, came across something on Christmas Eve that he didn't know about. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I didn't know about it. He didn't. And if I didn't know about it, about this, I can imagine how shocked he was, but you would expect him to not know about it. And our mm -hmm. listening audience has no idea about it. Mm -hmm. But there is no person right now that's more qualified to articulate what it is and what we need to do to stop it. Okay? It must be stopped. Klaus Schwab said, you will own nothing mm -hmm. and you will like it. Well, guess yeah. what? That was just a, uh, it was a bumper sticker for what was to come, and it's now here. What they're attempting to do, because they will stop at nothing, okay, including using the guns of the Bureau of Land Management to point them at us, to stop me from telling you something right now, that we, A, must come together, B, this thing must be stopped, because they're trying to go around the Constitution now, like mm -hmm. before, we said, hey, Bureau of Land Management, hey, federal government, you don't own this land out here, right? This is Western lands. Now we're talking about the entire United States of America, mm -hmm. not just Western lands and out in the dirt and Bundy Ranch. The American people are sitting on $167 trillion in natural resources wealth, right? Who owns Probably that? Probably more than that. Who, what, but who owns it? Who owns the natural resources wealth? The Who people are supposed to. The people, mm -hmm. okay? And what they've come up with in a Klaus Schwab kind of way, mm -hmm. they've gotten the United Nations to declare a world heritage exclusion zone and declaring certain areas all around the world, not the United States of America, the UN. It said these are protected world heritage areas. World right? Heritage. Yes. Let that sink in, huh? World heritage, right? Um, and it's essentially the equivalent of, remember, Agenda 21. Get all the people off the land, right? For the, mm -hmm. for the to protect the beauty of, you know, of our sacred lands. And, mm -hmm. the, and, of course, the Indian reserves and all that stuff. No, that, what they did was they wanted to get humans off the land so that they can... Uh, have people like Hillary Clinton sell off to uranium and collect $130 million to get that done 
from uranium one mm-hmm. and sell uh, uranium stores to the Russians. Okay. That happened in Southeastern Oregon. Uranium one was involved in that, but they were telling us, well, we own this national wildlife refuge and we have the national active blah, blah, blah. And they're doing president. So-and-so sign up on this to protect the Pelican. And it was all a freaking lie. You know what they wanted to do? To get 300,000 head of cattle off the land, get the mm-hmm. disgusting ranchers out of there, all the loggers, ranchers, move them off the land. And then I had a source open up the file drawers and they were negotiating legally the rights and the profits to all of the underlying, like you right now, uh, FAA mechanic, World Heritage. That's right. You, FAA mechanic, don't even know this. That you, if you were living in Harney County, right, Oregon, that you should be getting a check every month if they're going to be selling off uranium at that level. No, what they wanted to do is sell that off and ship it to Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even know about it. That the you money. and you know what the we said. And, and I'm telling you this right now at Bundy Ranch at uh, Malheur, we took a stance and said the federal government cannot own this. It needs to go to the state. Clive and Bundy said, "I'm not sending you a check. It doesn't mm-hmm. belong to you. It belongs to the right. state." And they said, "We're going to have a standoff," and they called it a standoff. But it was all an operation. What they did was instead of going after Clive and Bundy, they said, "Let's like in a sagebrush." rebellion kind of way let's lure in anybody that would ever support him you know and let's provoke an armed confrontation mm-hmm. and a judge said that's exactly what they did yeah they lured everybody in to put everybody down because what we're going to do next is we're going to do something that the american people will be so outraged about but we need to make sure that they're afraid to stand up mm. anybody that stands up for the constitution Anybody that says that the land needs to go to the states, anybody that says that it's their natural resources, we will make sure that they know that Pete Santilli was, was and Robert LeBoy Finnegan was shot and killed and all this stuff. We need to make sure that they know that if you ever stand up to the government, that we will destroy you. So here's what's happening. Yes. The United Nations has decided that they are the That's rulers. That's one thing. They are the rulers of the world Mm. and the wealth of the world that the land produces. Everything Mm. that we have, everything that you wear, Mm. everything that's around you, this microphone, Mm -hmm. uh, the the clothes you're wearing, the chair I'm sitting in, Mm -hmm. right? Everything that you see comes from the land. It comes from the land Um, and what's under the land. Right. So now the UN is stepping in. Oh, oh wait, wait. The UN was one step. Well, wait a minute. But the UN, the UN, mm-hmm. and the World Heritage, right, are saying no. We are going to be the keepers, and we are going to be the people who tell you what to do with the natural resources that come from the land all over the United States. Is now declared the it belongs not to just the United States. Mm-hmm. It belongs to the world. It mm-hmm. belongs to the world, right? Uh, and they're going to control right. that. Yeah. They're going to control that. That's what's happening. Watch. And the Bureau of Land Management, the mm-hmm. Department of the Interior, mm-hmm. 
under the under the um, what do you call that? Uh, Joe Biden, right? Mm. Under his administration, is getting they're they're making a push to get that done. No, let, right? let me tell you what they're doing. Okay, now first of all, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna share two things with you. Uh, one of which is okay. Picture the UN, they've already made their move and I'm gonna show it to you. Mm -hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, if you think that this is too boring, okay? Oh my gosh, uh, this is like the, the biggest if thing. You, if you think this is too boring, I can't, but I need to go look at, uh, and get a quick dopamine hit, I'm looking at the Epstein thing, mm -hmm. okay? Then, then resist that, you have to, you have to pay attention. But you don't need to fully understand it, just know this. You literally, right now, if we were to basically take away your incentive to work, Okay, we would say you're sitting on so much wealth that we could literally put it on the New York Stock Exchange and it would grow and we could mm -hmm. just send you a, a check every month and you mm -hmm. wouldn't have to work. And you could dress up like a Saudi Arabian and you could go buy a Bentley and drive around in Qatar and build buildings and you wouldn't have to work a day in your life right now. That's how much wealth we're talking about. Yeah. That, that Jamie WV right now, I'm telling you this right on it that jwv has enough wealth right now that jamie doesn't have to work a day in her life she could actually earn royalties they've we've agreed not to tap into it uh -huh. like the oil right right and we don't want to tell jamie like hey you don't have to work a day in your life again because that's not a good life to live you end up like a, uh, a like a Saudi Arabian. And next thing you know, you're a pedophile banging little boys. And uh -huh. that's all you got. You got a bunch of free time on your hands and you're doing bad things. Yeah. So we want Jamie to have a sense of, oh, I'm going to go earn my money and I'm going to build. But Jamie is still sitting on that wealth. It's still owned by her. But what's happening is they're not telling Jamie that she has that coming to her. Or, or let's not give her the check. That's her inheritance. Uh -huh. Our founders gave her that. Yeah. She has that. She can get paid. Mm -hmm. We're not going to tell Jamie. You know what we're going to do? Let's say Jamie owns a house, right? Mm -hmm. Owns it. Bought it. She paid $50,000 for a piece of land. Built the house. It's now worth $250,000, right? Mm -hmm. What we have, what I'm about to share with you right now, ladies and gentlemen, and it is real. They're about to do it. There is now a public comments, comments thing. And if nobody responds to it, they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. But Jamie owns a house. It's worth $250,000. Right. What these globalist climate change people have said is that, hey, Jamie, do you have air above your house? This is this serious. Yeah. Do you have air? Uh, Anywhere there's air. You have air. Okay. Well, that has value. Um, air has Do you have value. any water that runs through your house? If you have water? Property. Oh, through the property. You got, you got water pipes. The water's going through there. Mm -hmm. Right. You have water that you has have a value. Creek, you have a pond. You have a pond. You got creek. You got grass. Right. A you fish got, pond. You got dirt. All that stuff. Dirt. To save rocks. the environment, what we're going to do is, Jamie, we're going to take all of that value in your house that you own, two hundred fifty thousand, and we're going to sell that as a package on the New York Stock Exchange, mm -hmm. and we're going to set up companies, and they're called national asset companies and they're going to trade on the new york stock exchange the federal government has said without having the rights to ownership mm -hmm. okay 
that they can sell the value on your property, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Yep. And I'm not exaggerating. That's how simple it is. Now, if I started out by saying, everybody look at the World Heritage List and get you all fired, you'd be like, oh my God. You know, seriously, I got better uh -huh. things to do. I got to go. All right. Uh, it's, it's just simply not, not true that you got to go. Um, you either rise up to this in the fashion uh, that I just described, okay, or you basically, I will literally just give you an enslavement number, okay? I'm going to give you a slavery so number. Here's Wait, the kicker. here it is. They're going to trade. They're going to trade. It's like your birth certificate. Now watch. Here it is. Right? Let me show you something. You ready? When I said the uh, World Heritage, right? When I said that? Mm-hmm. Let me show you the World Heritage List. The World Heritage Online Map Platform, okay? For minaret, archaeological remains, cultural landscape, and archaeology, this is how they get people off the land. Look at all the countries they've seized land over, essentially. Mm -hmm. Dominion over all this land, all right? Mm -hmm. The UN, right? Yes. And trust me, if you don't, Look if, at that. If, if they say that I'm overblowing it, I dare you to go set up a tent in Yellowstone National Park without a permit and without authorization, right? Look at all these countries. See all these countries? Mm -hmm. See all these? The UN now declaring it a world heritage, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, what do we get coming up on, right? United States of America. Look at this. The Mesa Verde National Park. The Grand Canyon. All Western. Look at this. Look at this. Mm -hmm. Yosemite National Park. Look at Tacos Pueblo, right? You see this? Mm -hmm. You understand what we're, what we're looking at with the UN? Well, now let's tell you uh, what they're doing in the United States of America. Uh, the Constitution prohibits the government from owning land, right? It does. And we've already been through that battle. And I'm going to play this. I'm going to play into it a little bit. It may sound a little bit boring, okay? Oh, but I, right I'm, now, I'm huh? what's that? I don't think it's going to be boring. I want to hear what they got to say. You, you need to. And I'm going to play through it, and we're not going to back off of this, okay? Uh, but let me let me tell you something right now. Hold on. All right. National, you ready? Stand by, just bear with me. Mm-hmm. Natural. Okay, here it is. Um, here it is, you ready, Deb? Mm-hmm. Here it is, right here. The natural asset companies by the New York Stock Exchange, all right? Uh, to address the large and complex challenges of climate change and the transition to a more sustainable economy, the New York Stock Exchange and the Intrinsic Exchange Group are pioneering a new class of listed companies based on nature and the benefit that nature provides, termed ecosystem services. 
The NACs will capture the intrinsic and productive value of nature and provide a store of value based on the vital assets that underpin our entire economy and make life on Earth possible. Examples of natural assets that could benefit from NAC structure include natural landscapes such as forests, wetlands, coral reefs, as well as, guess what else? Working lands such as farms. All right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're going to allow um, setting up of companies that will be able to trade on the value of property that other people own. You guys got me on this? Hmm? Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I just said? Yeah. Deb Jordan, you own a property like Jamie, mm -hmm. right? Uh, that doesn't matter. The federal government used to be able to come in with the BLM with guns, and then we would be able to point guns back at them and say, you don't own this. And then the sheriff would come in and say, you don't own this. Mm -hmm. And the federal government, you know, said, oh, we read the Constitution. and We can't own this. So what they've decided to do as of right now, put Joe Biden in office, put a freaking communist at the Department of Interior, and they're going to set up corporations. It's called, guess what it's called? What you're installing right here is called straight up 1,000% fascism and theft of everything that we believe in. And if we don't stop them, you will own nothing and you will be happy about that. That's what this is right here. Listen to this. I'm going to fast forward, okay? One just last period, elites in government and business, uh, finance, media, academia, and so on. We're witness to the various uh, inroads that have been made over the years uh, by the Chinese uh, with such help, the damage that it has done to our country, and the prospects that more might be in the offing if these kinds of, well, joint ventures, if you will, are not stopped. Uh, this is the subject of um, now something on the order, I believe, of about 130 webinars that our Committee on the Present Danger China has sponsored. Uh, there uh, was one just last week that's of particular relevance to today's topic. Uh, it was uh, about the secret collaboration between the Biden administration and the Chinese Communist Party aimed at fostering, well, partnership, I think they call it, between uh, those two parties on matters involving agriculture. Uh, this happens to come against the backdrop of appropriately growing concern on the part of many Americans, but also their elected representatives, particularly in state legislatures across the land, about what the Chinese are doing buying up farmland and other real estate, uh, particularly but not exclusively in proximity to what would appear to be strategic targets. Lo and behold, unbeknownst to us as we spoke about that initiative and the dangers associated with it last week, uh, has been another effort that 
possibly is infinitely more problematic. Uh, when I say unbeknownst, uh, it was unbeknownst to me, that's for sure. I found out about it. Okay. I, I have to say something here. Frank Gaffney, when he heard from my interview, you could, I'm going to play this interview. Um, I have to excerpt it out. I'm going to talk about it this afternoon. There's nothing more important. Let me... Let me tell you, because you're like, oh, my goodness, China and land. Nobody fights for dirt, folks. They're not going to. Nobody's going to get uh -huh. energized. But I'm going to tell you something right now. When Bill Gates owns all that farmland, when they control, when T. Boone Pickens controls the water, and China, okay, has through this mechanism to set up these companies, right, has already mastered how to do eminent domain, domain seizure, okay, Mm -hmm. and run the farmers off the land. They used to have meetings and bring all the farmers in and say, oh, we're going to have a meeting today. Tell us, how do you think about us coming in and taking your land? And anybody that would stand up and oppose it, they took them out back and shot them. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. They've already practiced this in China. They already know how to get all the land. They already know how to control the food and give it only to the people that comply and kill off those that don't. Your social credit scoring and all that stuff eventually is going to get to the number of the beast. If you do not rise up to this thing, it's not about land, okay? It's about total and complete control and enslavement and eventually the killing off of anybody that opposes them. That's what it's about. If you don't rise up to this and stand in the gap and say, I will not be a slave. You will not control my food. You will not control my wealth. You will not do any of that stuff at in Washington, D.C. in 10 square miles. You do not have the constitutional authority, and we will stand in every single county, 3,143, and mm -hmm. stand in the gap and say, if you want this land, you got to get past us. And you might get past us. As a matter of fact, you're pointing guns. We're holding candles. We come with Jesus and candles. You come with guns. But I can promise you right now, and I'm going to tell everybody right now, if I have to stand all by myself, I'm going to say, if you want my country and my way of life and my people, you got to get past me. Okay? And you will, because I know you got a lot of power. But I promise you, there's only one, prom one promise I can make. You will get burnt dirt. You will inherit coal. We're going scorched earth. You can't have what we got. You cannot have what we got. Okay? Everybody rise up to this. And this is the most serious thing that's ever happened in our country. Ever. Ever. This is the last grab right here. Uh, just last weekend uh, on Christmas Eve. They had to have Joe Biden in office to put his Secretary of Interior in there. Lindsay. Ah. Um, others have been tracking on this, including several who are participating in this program, I'm very pleased to say, uh, and in fact leading an effort against what the Biden team uh, and its old friends on Wall Street, like the New York Stock Exchange and uh, the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, have been doing to advance an initiative that is, I guess, best described as natural asset companies. Uh, 
term that was, uh, again, news to me, but uh, is now apparently uh, a coming thing on Wall Street, at least if uh, Team Biden has its way. Fortunately, for reasons that we will be discussing at length today, uh, this may be something that can be stopped in its tracks by concerted action as it is currently under review, the idea of creating this class of companies and allowing them to be listed on the New York Stock Exchange, um, it's under review by the Securities and Exchange Commission. The we need, timing of the comment period we need to stop this, this. is a little okay. unclear as we speak. We'll, we'll hear more about we, We're going to tell them peacefully, stop it, stop it. We have a chance to stop it. If they refuse to stop it, then, then you know, then that's on them. You know, then they're the they've then they are exactly what I say they are. They're criminals. But trust me, they will point guns at you. How do I know? Because the last time I tried to stop them, when I found out about this, Clive and Bundy educated me, and they were after him, and he took a stand, and everyone's like, "Oh my goodness, why we don't care about cows? It's not about cows, folks." That in a moment. But uh, at, at the earliest, uh, the uh, process is supposed to come to a conclusion on the 2nd of January. Uh, if we have a little bit more time, that's to the good, because I think, again, for reasons that we will be discussing, uh, everyone in this audience will, I hope, uh, and a great many other Americans as well, want to engage in opposition yes. to this gambit that would involve the selling off of public lands, waters, and even air to these so-called natural asset companies um, on the condition that uh, is in itself, I think, quite problematic. Now, now can I stop Deb Jordan um, and say, uh, tell me if you agree with this and tell me if I'm overblowing it, all right? Um, so the Department of the Interior and the Bureau of Land Management, these, that's the largest bureaucracy, by the way. There, if you don't know what the Department of Interior is, you need mm -hmm. to know it is the largest, most powerful bureaucracy on planet Earth. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. It is. They cannot, per the Constitution, and I'll read it to you, uh, it's Article 1, Section, I don't even need to, you ready? Article <laughs> 1, Section 8, Clause 17, right? Right. The federal government is prohibited from owning any land whatsoever outside of Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17. Right? Mm -hmm. The government is. Right. But I want to ask you something. Mm -hmm. If now the government owning land and trying to get them off the land, they'll shoot Robert LaVoy Fanagum. Sure. If you call him out, say you can't own this. And they did own it, but it was unconstitutional. Exactly. And we said it's unconstitutional. They said, yeah, well, guess what? We have an army. We're going to shoot you. We win. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's what happened. They brought guns. Ten hours after I exposed that Hillary Clinton had taken $130 million to the Clinton Foundation about the uranium in southeastern Oregon, uranium one, right? Ten hours after I mentioned that, Loretta Lynch signed off on my arrest warrant and I was put in shackles and held for 619 days. Why? 
because they didn't want you to hear what I just said. Mm -hmm. They cannot own that land. It was the ultimate. Yes. When you came out with that, it was the ultimate argument about what was happening in Western lands and why the government was so invested in public lands because these public lands are, are full of natural resources, especially in the West. And the, the de- people don't know this, but the uh, Oregon, where yeah. we were, is a desert yeah. area. Yeah. And water is, right. it it's, means more than gold and oil yeah. in these lands. And they were, they're grabbing up these lands that have natural water resources on them. Yeah. And, and, and uranium on them. And all of these, all of the, they're the, rich in minerals. Listen, listen to me. Uh, The the government will not commit the military and declare martial law and do Mm -hmm. all of that stuff just because a bunch of people rise up. They'll they'll let the buildings burn down. They don't care. You guys can kill yourselves. Hold on. I got a question. Hold on a second. You ready? Big one. Yeah, they will like civil unrest and people are burning buildings and Mm -hmm. you know we can throw a bunch of people in FEMA camps. But Mm -hmm. when you stand up and say, we're not going to let this land go. This goes back to the states. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take Harney County and all of this public land that you say that you need because of you know protecting the Pelican, when in fact you're trying to enrich your little cabal of globalists, mm-hmm. when you interfere with that, then that's when they will point guns at you. They will stand and fight. They will do everything. They will have James Comey send 500 HRT team members to point guns at you. Mm-hmm. They'll tell all of them that these are terrorists, right? That yeah. they're standing up. They want the land. The land, it's public lands. They want to you know, destroy the Pelican. But what if Jeff Bezos, the government owned a deed out there to the Mallory National Wildlife Refuge, mm-hmm. and we couldn't get that away from them. They said, we own it. And they did. We said it's illegal. Sell it back to the people, right? Because they owned it. They had a deed. Sure. And they shouldn't have. So they should have been forced to give it back to the people of Harney County. And that was the protest at Mallier in 2016. But hold on. Let me one final comment. that they will go to to get people off the land. They will go through. Oh, they will. They regulate. They will destroy your community. They will destroy your towns. They will remove manufacturing. Mm -hmm. They will shut down Ford Motor Company. They will destroy everything. Why? Because they want what's underneath that land. And that is is an unlimited, almost unlimited. We're talking in the quadrillions. Mm -hmm. When you do rehypothecation and you do all that stuff, Mm -hmm. this is bankstorism. These people want quadrillions of dollars. Well, guess what? Who says that they have the right to take what you own that's valued in the quadrillions mm-hmm. and enrich themselves? So when Would it, Jeff Bezos, if he gets title mm-hmm. to the Mallory National Wildlife Refuge, and he's a corporation, and we decide to go protest out there, um, he has legal entitlement. He owns it. It came through the New York Stock Exchange. What's the sheriff going to do? Nothing. He can do nothing. The sheriff can do nothing. Mm-hmm. You at least with the government being on that property, you stand a chance mm-hmm. by saying we were founded. We have laws. A big chance. You know what? Yeah. It, there, There is nothing in the Constitution 
that says that a corporation can't own the land. Nothing to stop them. This is the end around. This is fascism, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. to the highest order. Yep. And you will not be able to do anything about it. Nothing. Mm-hmm. There think- is nothing you can do. It makes it very clear why Bill Gates is now, why... Owning land, farmland. farmland. Oh, my goodness, yes. Bill Gates must be stopped, okay? That this inheritance. And why the Chinese are buying up farmland here in America, the Germans. This inheritance, okay, Mm -hmm. when we were formed. Saudis. Listen to me. What they have been doing, ladies and gentlemen, is arguing, and they're going to go for the grab right now because they're going to say that Congress has the authority to do this. Mm-hmm. They're already going to use a section in the Constitution, and it's Article 4, right? Section, it's 432, Article 4, Section 3, Paragraph 2. And 432 says they, that Congress has total and complete power over the land, right? Right. For the purposes of disposing the land. What does that mean? Like people are like, what, what does that mean, disposing? When we had so many people exploring and planting their flags mm-hmm. in Louisiana, you Oregon, know, you had the Spaniards Oregon. and Oregon. Especially in the, in you, the You had plains. all of these people, you know, and Christopher Columbus and the pilgrims and so on and so forth. They're all planting flags, right? Mm-hmm. And we had to clear title and we had to say, that's it. We're starting fresh. And we're going to take the 13 colonies. We're going to form the United States of America. Right. And each state's going to have their constitution. They got they got their boundaries. Well, first right? you have to know that people, Europeans, did not want to come to the United States because they heard that it was wild and that, you know, the, sav- the, the it was a savage land and there were wars with the, with the indigenous people here and you're, you know, it just wasn't, yeah. it, it wasn't a good place. So they offered people, they said, if people who were indentured slaves, right, mm-hmm. who, who were, uh, who owed the governments, especially England, Ireland, yeah. all these places, they told them, if you go yeah. to the United States and go to yes. these areas, you can, yes. we will give you so much property. Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. Let me read this to you. And I just told you why. When we were founded, they set up the Constitution. They said, we're Mm going to form our union, right? Our United States. We're going to show the boundaries, right? And in Article 4, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, right? 1817. It says the federal government can only own military bases, post office, land, federal courthouse. That's it. That's right. the only land they can own to that's build. That's the only land. Buildings on. That, yeah. That's section four. All right. Um, so article one, section eight. Article one, section eight. Right. Mm-hmm. Article one, section eight. You ready? States as follows. OK, 
Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. To, ex- ex- to exercise exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over each district, not exceeding 10 square miles. Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. As may, by session of particular states, and the acceptance of Congress, right? And the acceptance of Congress become the seat of the government of the United States. That's 10 square miles in D.C., right? Mm-hmm. And to exercise like authority over all places purchased by consent of the legislature in the state, by consent of the state in which the same shall be. The states have the rights. The state legislature shall say, we will only give certain land, right? Mm-hmm. That land can be owned by Washington, D.C. and the federal government for the erection of forts, that's military bases, magazines, military weapon storage, armories, arsenals, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Dockyards, Navy bases, and other needful buildings, post offices, and federal courthouses, right? Mm-hmm. Now, 432, right? Article 4, Section 3. Paragraph two, the Congress, this is when we were formed, shall have power to dispose of, right? And make all needful rules and regulations respecting the territory or other property belonging to the United States, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know you know what that's, that says? This is literally in the courtroom. We could not mention, okay, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17. Yeah, it was you forbidden. Know, it was forbidden. You know why? Because of 432. It says that Congress shall have power, right? All the power to make all needful rules and regulations respecting the territory. And they misinterpret it. It's never, ever been discussed in the Supreme Court, ever. It's never been settled why they did that. But if you look at the Federalist Papers and why they did that, they said, we got a mess. It's going to have all this title. If we set up the states and Nevada, you know, and all of a sudden the Spaniards come in and say, hey, we planted our freaking flag here, right? Mm-hmm. When we were formed, we had a clear title and give power uh, power to Congress to dispose of. And the disposing of and what that term meant was that everything went to D.C., right? All of the property of the United States of America. And they had the power to say, we hereby declare that Nevada is Nevada and belongs to Nevada. And that's the disposal. Boom. And here you go, Nevada. We're hereby giving you title to this property. Here are your boundaries. You own it. And nobody with a flag has title. It's being disposed of. So they temporarily held it. And they were to formally dispose of it and just wipe out 432. All right? Mm-hmm. Do you understand? The federal government cannot own this land, uh, not, not even if they cite 432. They can't. Right. So right. now guess what they're doing? They're like, oh, my God, this is impossible. <laughs> you know, let's have Jeff Bezos buy it and you know and then if pizza until comes and protests amazon that's terrorism you know yeah and jeff bezos owns that land he owns it. he's on the new york stock exchange he's literally trading on the value of all this stuff 
And it's his. Mm-hmm. And Pete says that it belongs to the people. He's a radical constitutionalist. Crazy. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get the sheriff to stand, you know. And the sheriff can't do it. He's got to go by the law and just do his job. Uh, namely, that all productive use of such lands will be foreclosed in perpetuity. There's a lot to unpack here, and I'm very pleased to be able to say at the outset that we're going to have the chance to hear from a man who has taken point on all of these issues in his role as the Utah Sec- uh, Treasury Secretary. He is the, uh, excuse me, Treasurer, uh, the Utah State Treasurer is what I'm trying to say. His name is Marlo Oaks. Um, he has uh, both been active in his own right um, through uh, his uh, office, his uh, personal uh, publications in places like the Wall Street Journal, but also, and very importantly, in his leadership on this matter with some 22 of his colleagues around the country. Uh, We're going to be hearing from him about that work, um, why it has been prompted by uh, him most especially, and why we all need to be pulling in behind these state treasurers to try to assure that uh, what could be extremely problematic on so many different levels uh, is in fact precluded. Um, Treasurer Oaks, it's real privilege to have you with us, sir, to kick this conversation off. Welcome to our webinar, and the floor is yours. Thank you for having me uh, on, Frank, and appreciate the opportunity to discuss such an important issue. So on September 27th, the New York Stock Exchange, uh, the NYSE, submitted a proposal to the Securities and Exchange Commission to create a new type of company called a natural asset company, or NAC whose primary purpose is to manage and grow the ecosystem services produced on land across the country. So examples of ecosystem services include clean air, water supply, flood protection, uh, productive soils for agriculture, climate stability, and habitat for wildlife. And the goal is to create not just a new kind of company, but also a new asset class. Because a new company might attract millions of investment dollars, but a new asset class could attract trillions. The financial incentives are huge. The value of traditional economic assets are estimated to be worth about $1.5 quadrillion. The value of assets that produce ecosystem services. Uh, by, by the way, don't go by me, ladies and gentlemen. Go by the treasurer of the state of Utah. And I will dig in. Well, my role here is to not discredit these guys by what they're saying. My role is to say every person hearing my voice right now, if you were to list all of the fights that we're in, if we do not get President Trump in office, if we allow this to take place, ladies and gentlemen, that's when we're done. That's when we're done. We're, mm-hmm. we're done. We're finished. It is over. You will own nothing and you will be happy. This is a grab that right now belongs to you. It's in the quadrillions. Okay. In the quadrillions. Quadrillions. You, that's your land in Oregon. 
the boundaries and the land that is in Oregon. Now, can the Bureau of Land Management, I, I want to protect the environment. I don't want people destroying it. I want to manage the, the forest. I want to do all that. That land belongs to the people of the state of Oregon. Mm. And if you think you could come here and manage it profitably better than we can, that's great, you know. But guess what? We don't need you. We already have a forestry service in Oregon, all right? In Nevada, Nevada's not even a state, okay? The federal government controls 90% of Nevada. And more. And, they, and they're not legally entitled to it. Mm -hmm. They're not legally entitled, and that's a fact. But yeah. nobody's ever stood up against it, except for Clive and Bundy. Mm -hmm. Clive and Bundy said, my cattle graze. I've got legal entitlement. I own the waters here since 1850s. I own the water rights. Well, what did they do on April 9th of 2014? And I recorded it. Remember where there was a protest and go away BLM. And what do you have in the, what do you have in the back of your truck? Guess what it was? Water pipes. Mm -hmm. They had a court order to go get cattle. What did they do? They destroyed Clive and Bundy's waters. His infrastructure. His infrastructure. Because if they get take away that water and pull it out from, he must maintain those waters for the purpose of, uh, of watering his cattle because mm -hmm. he has legal entitlement for one reason. It's called beneficial use. And as yeah. soon as you stop the beneficial use, guess what? Um, in five years, that reverts to the next person in line to buy those water rights. And who's they can that going to be? That is the Bureau of Land Management runs exactly. in there. And they buy those. They stole 5,000 water rights in Nevada that same exact way. Yep. They stole it. They now, sure why do you guys have a dog in this fight? Because this is what they're going to do. Bill Gates is owning the farms, right? They're taking over the waters. They're taking over the land. Hillary Clinton selling off uranium. They're doing it all. They're doing it right under your nose. And now... If you go protest against the government, you got a leg to stand on. But ladies and gentlemen, you go up against these corporations in this fascist proposal, okay? You will own nothing and you will be happy mm -hmm. or we will kill you. And don't just think it's about Western lands. I mean... it's not, No, no, this is in the entire country. Bill Gates is buying up property here in Ohio. Yes. So... Uh, but, the Chinese. but think about this in Eastern Kentucky, where my family is from, there is an abundance of natural gas, abundance of it. Mm -hmm. And there have been many people starting decades and decades ago, a hundred years ago, who started tapping in to that natural gas to use for their own benefit. Right. Yes. And then there were also people who set up, uh, who actually drilled for it, right? And and sold the natural gas, right? Mm. Um, can you imagine, you know, can you imagine being a person who's using your own natural gas that's on your property and having the government, the United Nations come in and regulate you and say, you can't do that, Yeah. right? They will force you off the land and then they come in and say, okay, this has got natural resources on it. So, and it now belongs to us because it has a natural resource, hmm. right? Yes. A natural resource of natural gas. And they can't have that, Pete. And water plenty 
of water. My my next call, you know, and reaching out an olive branch, we come in peace. Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna have a candle in one hand. Okay, and we're gonna have America in the other one, and I'm going to announce. And I'm going to invite for a campaign rally, all right, President Donald J. Trump to -hmm. come and defend that land out there just symbolically as a point to say that if we do not destroy this right here, I want to have a protest, okay, Uh, and I want to stand out there. I'm going with an MRAP. I'm not going to be all out there. I mean, this time around, we're going to stop them. But this time around, I'm going to be in an MRAP because they will try to shoot us. Mm-hmm. including President Trump. But I want President Trump, okay, to be out there at Bundy Ranch, standing with us to lead a charge. We'll do, do a big rally. Shoot, uh, right now, uh, we have enough people I could send an email out to them uh, to have another Bundy Ranch protest in opposition to this and have a rally. We're going to have a MAGA rally, and we're going to stand in defense, and Daniel P. Love's going to try to shoot us. You so. Know? Right? So what's going to happen here is hmm. what they're proposing, just to make. Let me this let clear. me continue. Let me continue playing this. Well, let please, me make it because we only have minutes. So here. make sure that I have it clear. Let me play it. Yeah. They are they are creating they are creating mm-hmm. uh, environmental corporations, right? Environmental corporations. Jeff Bezos can have a company on the side, right, and right. own the air over your house, right. And trade it, and it's worth quadrillions. They're going to create right. this asset class that says that air is valuable, okay? Although it's over, um, Lisa uh, 6-7 believe, although she owns the property, uh, Jeff Bezos will own and trade the air, okay? Yeah. And, and, and all the resources on that property. Yeah, it doesn't matter if she owns it. Jeff Bezos will have legal entitlement to trading all that. And then they will tell you what you can use on that. And if she doesn't like it and she opposes it, Guess what? We're turning off your water. Mm-hmm. We're going to cut you off completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a place that's called Patch of Heaven that they cut their water off. The Bureau of Land Management did. Right. Cut, they, bought the prop, they bought Nevada. the property. It had a, they, they wanted the stream. Why? Because they wanted to baptize people. And mm-hmm. guess what the Bureau of Land Management did? They came in and cut off their water. Right. And they, they said, we own that water. The Bureau of Land Management yes. had owned the adjoining property where the water flowed through and into. And into cut the, the water Island. off. And they brought bulldozers in and they and they built a dam. And, and they said, if you oppose us, water, we will shoot. And if you oppose us, we will shoot and kill you. Yeah. Okay. This is like photosynthesis is estimated at five quadrillion dollars globally. So if allowed to go forward, most likely an investment group would file to list a natural asset company on the NYSE. The NAC would raise money from investors globally, including from sovereign wealth funds, perhaps from China, Russia, and other nations. The NAC would then turn around and acquire the rights to manage the ecosystem services of land in the United States. The owner of the land could sell the land outright, or more likely, simply assign the management rights of the land to a NAC. The NAC could manage federal, state, and private land, including conservation easements. Critically, activities not allowed would include anything considered unsustainable. 
things such as mineral extraction, industrial agriculture, which really means agriculture that uses traditional fertilizers and machinery, this is our oil extraction, grazing, hunting, and other recreational activities not considered sustainable. Instead, say, say that again. I said this is this is all RFK Jr. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is all what maximize- he has been working toward here. Oh yeah traditional economic activities and NAC seeks to maximize mother nature's activities on land over which it has management rights. Let's look at three hypothetical scenarios to understand better how this might play out. The first example illustrates how NACs could attract significant investment dollars domestically. In the not too distant future, companies in the United States may be required to report on carbon emissions for which they are responsible through not only their own business activities, but also the emissions of their suppliers or the companies in which they invest. For example, an insurance company's investment portfolio. A company's carbon emissions liability may require an offset to balance their books. The federal government may allow companies to offset these carbon emissions liabilities by investing in natural asset companies to achieve net zero emissions. That is, by investing sufficient money in carbon offsetting activities to net out the emissions liability. This investment in a NAC might appear as an asset that offsets the liability in the company's financial statements. Should the company want to grow, they must invest in additional carbon offsetting assets. Example two deals with conservation easements or the prevention of development rights in perpetuity. Imagine several years ago, a farmer entered his land into a conservation easement. The farmer's estate tax is now reduced because the value of the land is lower from the sale of the conservation easement or the development right to a land trust. This easement, in this case, let's say it is held by the U.S. Department of Agriculture's land trust. The easement contract allows farming at the same level of activity as what was happening at the time of the contract's execution. The original contract prevented transferring the easement. However, enrollment is another issue. Without the landowner's knowledge, the USDA Land Trust enrolls the conservation easement into a NAC, receiving compensation from the NAC for doing so. The NAC now holds the rights to the ecosystem services represented by the conservation easement on the farmer's private land. The NAC allows farming as long as it is regenerative farming Only organic fertilizer and no traditional machinery are allowed. The farmer has no ability to push back since sustainable activities take precedence in the conservation easement. He technically can still farm at the same levels as when he entered the land into the easement. However, because of the drop in crop yields and the increased cost of organic fertilizer, the farmer is effectively put out of business. The land the farmer thought he owned and would preserve for farming is now of little value to his children. In a bid to salvage some economic value, the farmer sells the land to the NAC at a fraction of what it was worth before he encumbered the land with the easement. The third example deals with federal land. The Bureau of Land Management manages millions of acres in the Western United States using the concept of multiple use where activities as diverse as mineral extraction, grazing, and outdoor recreation can all happen simultaneously on the same land. A natural asset company identifies federal land rich in natural resources. The NAC applies to the BLM for a new kind of lease, a conservation lease that takes precedence over economic activity leases, such as grazing and mineral extraction. Hmm. 
The lease cost is high relative to economic leases, but the NAC has just raised millions of dollars for this purpose. The BLM approves the NAC's conservation lease. Not long thereafter, all non-sustainable activity ceases on the land. The supply shock is real as America grapples with a meaningful contraction in agricultural yield, beef supply, and oil and natural gas production. Prices rise and America becomes more dependent on hostile regimes for necessary life-sustaining goods. Further, outdoor recreation is still allowed, but only by permit and only hiking and low impact activities are permissible. The land is no longer easily accessible or open to the public as it once was. What better way for a foreign adversary to cripple the United States than through locking up natural resources without a fight? The climate crisis narrative has reached a dangerous point where proponents seem willing to starve and freeze people to death so they don't die from climate change. The Intrinsic Exchange Group is partnering with the New York Stock Exchange to list NACs. The Intrinsic Exchange Group is backed by the Rockefeller Foundation. Uh, what, does, what does it mean when we financialize Mother Nature? What happens when we assign value to natural processes like photosynthesis, the very processes that make life possible? Or when we place a value on clean air that we breathe, isn't the next step to charge a fee for using these ecosystem services? What gets measured gets managed. And we are now looking at measuring carbon footprints and natural processes that offset our carbon emissions. This is another effort that will transfer massive amounts of wealth from the poorest to the richest. In absence of money to buy offsetting carbon indulgences, behavior must change to reduce one's carbon footprint. Perhaps the car no longer is affordable because no carbon offsets are affordable. The beneficiaries are the very people who are creating the climate crisis narrative. Dr. Oaks, uh, what a breathtakingly frightening picture you've just painted. I so appreciate that uh, you've got specific examples of how this all could play out and it will be highly useful to us as we go through um, some of the details of the proposed rule uh, to have those in mind. Uh, so thank you for joining us as well as uh, bringing your expertise to bear. Thank you. Both here and elsewhere as well, sir. Uh, we're going to hear next from Noah Wall. Uh, he is the executive vice president of a group that has helped uh, Treasurer Oaks uh, pull together uh, a group of 23 uh, of uh, these financial officers to weigh in against what is, in fact, the uh, threat posed by this proposed uh, rule. Um, it is the State Financial Officers Foundation uh, that uh, helped uh, pull this together. And Noah brings to uh, that uh, role as executive vice president of the organization uh, a lot of experience, a lifetime really, of experience as a grassroots activist, notably uh, formerly as the executive vice president of FreedomWorks. Delighted to have him with us. Uh, Noah, uh, tell us, if you would, about um, this uh, important letter and uh, the impact that it seems to be having. Thank you, Frank, and really appreciate everyone being on this call. Um, as Frank mentioned, so I'm the Executive Vice President of the State Financial Officers Foundation. I've been working in the grassroots space for um, over 15 years now and had the privilege of, of working on numerous campaigns that have involved federal regulations. So putting some context on what Treasure Oaks 
outlined for everyone, this is a rule that is being adopted through the federal regulatory rules process, um, specifically through the Securities and Exchange Commission. It's being put through the Securities and Exchange Commission because um, the New York Stock Exchange is requesting for, as Treasurer Oaks mentioned, a new class of company or, uh, to be uh, recognized and to be publicly traded. Um, and this is incredibly problematic for a number of reasons. So I'm gonna highlight three things, three specific areas uh, during my time here. And I'm hoping to, uh, you know, would love to answer questions about any particular part of this. It's intentionally confusing and it's intentionally um, made to make it difficult to, to weigh in on, but it's hopefully my goal here to make it relatively easy and possible for everyone on this call to participate um, and to and make your voice heard on this issue. So first off on the process, as Treasurer Oaks mentioned, you know, they initiated a rulemaking process for this, which means they're opening it up to public comment so that the interested parties can weigh in. However, they only gave 21 days for co public comment when they had first initiated that. That is unusually short, and it points to the fact that they were concerned about public's reaction to this. Usually you get 30 or 60 days or even 90 days to weigh in on, on a rule like this. Um, so it's very important to realize that they, from the outset, were trying to hide what they were doing. There was very little recognition on this. Again, the Federal Register, you know, this is something that it's very in the weeds and most folks didn't even realize that this was happening until the comment period was almost over in October. So that process, you know, the rules, the federal comment period officially closed in October and they initially closed the comment period. However, for whatever reason, they actually technically kept it open. So again, uh, intentionally confusing they said that they were going to postpone consideration until January 2nd, and we've heard that they may open it uh, for a further 21 days. However, for reasons that I'll get into, you should not wait to submit a comment. You know, the process is confusing. The process is not following the typical rulemaking process for something like this. Um, however, the, the noise that has been made by folks across the country, including 23 state financial officers from states around the country, caused them to, you know, I think, frankly, blink and consider the fact that, you know, it may open them to legal challenges if they don't extend this. So, you know, on the policy front, which I want to hit on very briefly, you know, this is a policy that is incredibly concerning because it's the nexus of UN, uh, the United Nations, Wall Street, and the federal government. When those three entities work together, it should be incredibly concerning for everyone. So and we're going to end on that now. It is fascism. Fa that is fascism. Yep. And I'm going to also say this. That if I were to get a small group of people, I mean, how many people would it take to oppose this? And Clive and Buddy would respond just enough. Just right? enough. Just enough. But mm -hmm. uh, let's let's set that aside. That's the truth. Just enough. But the forces right now that just enough is up against is overwhelming. They have all the guns. They have all the surveillance. They will stop at nothing mm -hmm. to destroy any grassroots effort to oppose what they're trying to do. Yeah. They and will they stop have, at nothing. And Pete, they have 
Mm. All of the environmental groups oh. all the envi- that are made up of Center attorneys. for Biodiversity. They and have a slime bag of attorneys, attorneys like you. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., mm-hmm. okay, yep. who has set up this fascist working relationship in the federal court system. The federal courts are in collusion with... The, the, can you imagine the federal courts mm. has been in collusion with the government and the environmental companies? Mm-hmm. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. made millions of dollars by he setting up to make millions more. This scheme where the government and the environmental companies pretend that they're resolving their issue. No, they're not. Um, uh, what they're doing is uh, they take you know five bullet points and millions of dollars. The other side takes five bullet points and millions of dollars, and both of them. Uh, uh, and that settlement doesn't involve the people. Mm. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. set up something called sue and settle. And the judges would be like, oh, okay, well, you resolved it. You don't need me. They rubber stamp the settlement. Right. And it's all manufactured. It's all a scam. It's all a scam, which a scam that is in violation of your rights. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, here's the bottom line. I don't fight for dirt. I don't. Uh, I don't fight for dirt, right? We don't. I don't fight for the flag. I don't fight for, you know, rockets, red glare. I don't fight for any of that. But what all of that is about is to protect our way of life and our lives and our property. Mm -hmm. Life, liberty, and property is what we're standing for. Life, liberty, and property. If, If somebody came to you and said, eh, yeah, you own your property, but you don't have the rights to the benefits from the natural resources. Well, we have that mm-hmm. being traded on the New York Stock Exchange. And that asset class is owned by Jeff Bezos. Right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Would you stand and fight it? My parents would have. With a shotgun like your mom did? Mm-hmm. She would have. Right? She did. So, So we have a choice here. Uh, we can stand in determination and oppose this thing, all right, and have a peaceful rally. Bring President Trump with us to Bundy Ranch, and let's go at it again and call the sheriff in and protect life, liberty, and property. And then what they will do is try to shoot all of us. Mm-hmm. They will. Mm-hmm. And I say, let's box, because we're not going to back down. We're not. We will not back down. We will not cave. You know what, Klaus Schwab? Uh, you will get out of our lives and you will be freaking lucky. How about that? That's right. You'll get out of my face, Klaus Schwab, with your bald head. Okay? And if you get away alive, consider yourself lucky, right? Because the bugs will eat you. And those bugs are called Americans. We will slice you up on the right. The meat slicer of life. He said he wants us to eat bugs. No. We will eat globalists when we run out of food. Right? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to sign a petition. Go to the Present Danger 
Trevorlowdenchina.org. I'll provide the link. We're going to be covering this. I'm going to get Trevor Loudon on to explain what Robert F. Kennedy has done to benefit from this whole scam. He's part of it. Okay. And President Trump just needs to just let me take care of things. Not say anything stupid like we, we want to, you know, make money, you know. No, it'll, we don't want him to. We want him to be very well informed, and that's what we're going to do. We're not going to wait till tomorrow either. All right? All right, bye, everybody. We'll see you uh, at... Um, Four o'clock. We'll see you at four o'clock for the LFA show, Santilla Report.